Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the 26th episode of Obscure Image Podcast, the most obscure podcast on the road with your host, Make Love, where I interview underground artists, content creators, game developers, inventors, and anything in between that. Uh, today, I have a really, really dope guest today, man. Fun fact, this is the first guest to ever fucking interrupt my intro. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody, who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Hi everyone. Um, I'm Quank the Alchemist, um, underground rapper with the group NLM. Um, I pretty much make music, fuck hoes, and um, I don't really get that much money, but <laughs> in no. between, I, I I I play games, make music. You know, my little chill shit, like guns, rah rah ass nigga for real. Yeah, yeah. And where are you from, Quank? From Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised. Okay. So, uh, so when I first when I did the first intro for everybody listening. You know this this brilliant mind right here, this brilliant man. I only Link. interrupted you a bit, and I said "fuck you" because that shit that shit was mid, bro. Like I I had to say something. That shit was I, not I, mid, I, dog. <laughs> that was the best intro you ever fucking heard. This guy interrupted. How many times it. a day do you stutter on your intro? Man, you like that ain't got, in the mirror. Hey, that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm saying right now, man. That ain't got <laughs> shit to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This. I got my feet kicked up, hitting my vape right now. I'm chilling, uh, BLM and whatnot. Socks or no socks? No socks. I'm in the crib, bro. <laughs> I'm in the crib. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Do you think I'm weird for having a feet fetish? Be honest. Like, be, like, be hunting right now. I mean, I judge no man. You know what I'm saying? No man, no woman. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but, okay. But okay. I will say, though, do you like them clean or dirty? Uh, I will ask nigga, that. Nigga, like, like, I wouldn't say, like, foot Don't fetish. Don't lie. Like, no, no, I mean, hundred percent. I wouldn't say foot fetish, but like, if my bitch got like pretty feet, it's like a plus. It's not like a minus. You feel me? Like, like, of course, I'm gonna like you know indulge in the toes if she got pretty feet. So I'm saying, are you a man of culture and can you appreciate feet as well, or is that like a weird thing to you? Okay, now before I answer that, I'm gonna ask you this question: When you say indulge, right. what do you mean by indulge in the feet? Shit, you like mean? you know, missionary sucks some toes, like you know, like be like rubbing her feet and shit like that, like that, like that type of shit. Like, is you on that time and they're like, no. Okay, uh, I'll, I refuse to the, uh, to answer that question. I uh, mean, I mean, it's cool if you're not like everyone grows up at like different paces and shit. But, like, <laughs> like you'll you'll get there one day. Like, I hope so. <laughs> I'll get there one day, huh? Yeah, you like you'll 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 see what it's about sooner or later. <laughs> it's just like, what were you asking though? For real, for real. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> no, I mean, I will say, like again, if she has clean feet or like pretty yeah. toes, that's a plus. Or like no polish, that's a plus. 100%. Yeah. Well, let's get fucking like, serious in here, Clank. Let's get fucking okay, serious. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> so, I know before we started the interview, you said uh, you were doing Twitch for a little bit, but you stopped. What made you stop? Honestly, bro. Okay, being in front of like a live audience and having to like entertain like forty fucking minors at one time. Pause. It's like it gets a bit stressful, and then like you kind of have to go live, and like it's not like a pre-recorded thing, like a song where like you can like you know bounce ideas off people it's kind of like lives like you have to flow off the fucking dumb with that shit so it gets stressful you know being live and trying to like entertain be, be like an entertainer that's hard to do like i give niggas like ice and that your rage like niggas like that i give y'all props for being on the stream every fucking day for fucking eight hours that shit's Man. hard I, I give y'all props but really it got to like time stress and like an interest in it right because like everyone like i i wanted to stream and like play games and like you know do funny shit but then everyone would like only watch for like music content. So like I, I kind of hit like a brick wall from like, you know, one to like hop on stream and play Val or some shit. 
versus you know niggas just want like want to hear me like music all fucking stream so like i was like you know what fuck it i'll just like fall back on this for right now are you gonna uh pick it back up again or possibly because like i did have like a whole fucking super beast computer for no fucking reason now but i'll probably pop, like hop, hop back on that shit pretty soon okay have you ever thought bro, of... oh go ahead bro crazy story about streaming bro like this is like nlm like history back in the day type shit of like one summer like two years ago back when i was like heavy on streaming type shit bro there was this one kid bro who like i guess he stole his dad's credit card or some shit bro that nigga donated over like eighteen hundred dollars to me bro over the course of three months my nigga and then and then on the fifth month like after i stopped streaming he charged all of that shit back and became and became an, an, a fucking underground rapper. Like he dedicated my stream, donated his money, got his name out there, and then charged that shit back. I am still banned on PayPal to this day because of that shit. Oh my god, that 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 that, that was so interesting. Wait, you got banned on PayPal for that? I, 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 I'm not banned on PayPal per se. I'm just negative a thousand eight hundred dollars on PayPal. Yo. So I'm not. <laughs> And they want you to pay that back? Who? PayPal. You said you negative. Who? Did PayPal who? want you to pay that back? The company. Who? No, who's paying that back? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this man is diabolical, man. So, wait, what? So when you look at your account, it's red numbers and it's a negative 1800. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. No, it's what not red. Just like on that particular PayPal account, it's negative $1,800 still to this day. Because like I have multiple... And it's not tied to like my like SSN or some shit, so like it can't you know debt me for real. It's just a negative ass PayPal account right now. What the fuck? But you didn't do anything, so why is that? I don't understand why that. That's not it's, your fault. It's like a common scam for like, even niggas who do like merch type shit. Like people like to charge back through PayPal and like you know get shit for free. So it's not my fault. It's not PayPal's fault. It's, it's like the niggas who did it fault. Yeah. You feel me? What the fuck? That's. That's just—it doesn't make any sense that you would get in trouble for that and not the. It's—it's uh, it's a stupid system, bro. It's—it's it's a stupid system. It's—it's it's been a problem for fucking years with streamers, bro. And like, especially like for like girls who like stream, simps will donate and charge back to like to like get their attention type shit and like run off with that or some shit. I don't fucking know. That's they, weirdo they shit. Wicked with it. It is weirdo shit for real. So I was gonna ask, have you ever? Because you said um, with the streaming thing, you really didn't. How do I put it? After a while, you didn't like how you were just live in front of people. You had to entertain them for hours. Have you ever thought of, you know, just making content and posting it on YouTube? Yeah, like, I did that for a short period of time, but, like, I have, like, some videos, though, but it's, like, all gaming-related type shit. I, I didn't really, like, you know, promo or push it too hard, because, like, it defeats, like, like, the main narrative of, like, what I'm trying to do right now. So, like, it's there, but I just never, like, you know, full-fledged embraced that, like, content creator. You feel me? type of videos were you making gaming content i have like an edit up like like hand cams for like aim trainers and like yeah i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nerd by the way i have fucking hand cams for like aim trainers up i think i had like an among us video with like people who shall not be named back in the day but mm -hmm. like shit like that you feel me okay so claim bro like i was telling you before this interview there's not really a lot about you on the internet <laughs> so i kind of yeah. I want to use this to get like a more deeper perspective as to who Quink is. Now, from an outside perspective, who is Quink? Like, what do you view yourself as? I think personally, if like 
a random person who isn't in the know or they're not like woke to me yet and they just like came across me randomly they'd probably be so fucking confused and i don't blame them because like i don't post and when i do it's about like an inside joke or inside topic like you wouldn't know about so I don't know. If, if if I saw my page, I'd be like, who the fuck is this dumbass nigga with these guns? Who the fuck does he, does, does he think he is? I'd check out his music. I'm like, oh, he's, he's pretty fly. And then, you know, I'd, I'd be a fan. It'd be pretty funny. So how would you want people to view you? Honestly, as a human, like, I'm no different from fucking no one else. I hate people who, like, idolize me. Like, nigga, we all bleed the same. We all breathe the same. Just like a human, I'm really just a nigga with a nigga with a fucking computer for real who makes music. So, if you were to get to that level of like stardom to where people idolize you to an extreme degree, how are you gonna deal with that? Um, 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 shit. I probably get hella money, fuck hella bitches, and not care about it for real. If we being honest, cause like. If I'm at that point of stardom, if like niggas like idolize me and shit like that, I'm up by that point, and I don't think it bother me as much. As, like, I just release my shit, be 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 close to my fucking like tight knit core fan base, and like you know release shit. If y'all want to do that shit and call me God, shit, call me God. But it is what it is. I'm gonna still do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to your music. I know your music is somewhat like, I guess more like erratic or more like intense. Where do you think? that comes from is it due to you liking that type of music is it due to that's how the best way you can express yourself or is it like a mixture of both honestly personally for like most of my songs bro i don't write any lyrics like i don't write my lyrics at all i'm a freestyle punching fucking king and the, the like the randomness comes from my straight adhd mind like if i have an idea for something i'll say it and i'll make it work in a song that's like the best way i can describe that shit for real also i like don't personally like like write, like writing my music because i feel like it hinders like my like thought processes sometimes so like whatever i'm thinking about like off the dome type shit and how i'm feeling i'll try and put that in a fucking song and then like you know amplify it like with my energy and like the um delivery and all of that shit okay so that's the best way for you to um express yourself hell yeah just fucking screaming into the goddamn microphone for real okay well besides music what's like Besides music, how would you like to express yourself? I'm, I'm a, like, besides music, expressing myself, it's kind of weird. Other than, like, you know, venting to people and, like, you know, emotionally talking. But on, on a real note, I'm a fucking ninfo, so I don't know. I like sex, and I'll be on some, <laughs> like, corny shit and, like, express myself through, like, sexual shit. And, you know, do, 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 do those certain activities with people, you feel me? I feel like that's actually a good way of, like personal like expression you feel me you think so yeah what makes you say that i mean bro you can you can you know transfer a lot of energy through sex and like you know be yourself a lot through sex so i feel like the more like shit you do like that you can like you know give off who you are as a person through like intercourse and like intimate sessions and shit like that Hmm. well how often do you like express yourself to people in, you know, more, let's say, quote unquote, like regular fashion, like where you're just expressing your feelings by speaking. How often do you do that? Pretty rare because 
most people who know me only know me on a surface level and i'm not one to um open up to random people so mm -hmm. unless you like know him or like you know me for real i'm not gonna be one to just talk about my fucking hardships in life mm -hmm. so it's it's a pretty rare occurrence where i can like have a conversation sit down with someone and be like this is how i feel right now that's almost never gonna happen with me and why would you say that and you know from like what we were like saying earlier right it's like mm -hmm. vulnerability and weakness for like a lot of your thoughts and like your emotions you can't trust that with just anyone yeah so either putting it in like songs like i don't promote or talking to people that like are like you know they've been there for a long time like fucking vibe for some shit mm -hmm. i just don't want to like you know show that weakness side to anyone like let let them have that as power over me or view me as a weak person yeah which is understandable because there's a lot of you know fuckheads out here who do <laughs> weird shit to people for their emotions but uh the amount of times I've been bullied for fucking self-harm scars is crazy. And you would think that, like, underground niggas who make, like, emo music would, like, know what the fuck self-harming is. But, like, even niggas to date aren't, like, as open about that. And, like, you know, like, I dead been, like, flamed. Like, don't, like, don't you cut yourself type shit. So it's like, bro, I'm not being, like, open on that level with, like, people yeah. a lot for real. That's such a, just a, oh, man, a disgusting fucking insult like it's just like what the fuck like yeah, somebody has really to be really is. low to say some shit like that like yeah, it really is bro and then if, if, if you've been in like public and had someone like point out like fucking self-harm scars and all that shit and it's just like bro yeah like that's a big thing i'm not gonna like show vulnerability or like give people a reason to say shit just you know don't see nothing at all at that point and then it's like, bro, somebody pointing that out, like, bro, that doesn't make you cooler, bro. Like, it you're not cool. It like, what the fuck? <laughs> Moron. <laughs> but I had initially asked you that because when I listen to your music, and like, I listen to your vocals and I listen to what you're saying, it's like, maybe it's just me, but like, I hear pain, I hear anger, but then there's also like a weird part about your songs where it's like, I also, how do I explain it? I hear happiness but it sounds like it comes sheerly from like the passion you Making put into music. music yes yeah, yeah. so i mean i like i like lose myself in some sessions for real and i'll forget that like i'm recording so like as i'm just like I mean, a better way to describe this is like as i start the process like making a song like i i make the first few bars and then like my like brain will get like hyper focused on like that song and i'll get happy as i'm making a song type shit and that's a good release for like emotion. So that's probably like why you hear some shit like that. Like I'll dead like just forget I'm making a song and start having fun with it at that point. Mm -hmm. So how much of your music is how you actually feel versus it just being like random lyrics? If you could ratio that. One to ten. I mean, like I know you spoke to Vive, you, you spoke to Perry and all of that. Mm -hmm. So like. A lot of my shit isn't service level. If you search my name on SoundCloud, you'll find like a bunch of like sad songs you probably have, like haven't heard before type shit that like I've put out there and like I've made. And a lot of them sound bad on purpose. Like I've made that with like the pure intention of like sounding like fucking ass because I can't fucking sing. So it was just like moments and times where I like wanted to like release shit like that. And then I'll delete it. And then like the people who pick it up will find it again. So I really don't keep like sad shit like that and like the limelight of everything else you feel me do you have like a love and hate relationship with music like how would you describe how you feel about music 
lol that's a that's a good question for me honestly because um the way that i was like introduced to music is like my dad's fucking jamaican as fuck right he used to dj and all of that shit in the house and like practice sets in the crib and all of that shit so that's how i was like introduced to music early on but as a kid bro i've hated music like I dead wouldn't listen to hip hop. I would like bump some fucking EDM shit instead of like actual hip hop shit just because like I was forced to have that shit blared into my fucking ears 24/7 growing up. So I hated that shit growing up and it's kind of funny how I fell in line to like you know start making music and like get into like production and all of that. So I have a very big love hate like relationship with like music. That's tied in fucking deeply. So what age were you when you started to like actually kind of fuck with hip hop in a sense? damn um damn probably like early early like around i want to say 2015 2016 in that like that first era of soundcloud but like you know x and all the niggas started coming up that's when i first started like you know open my eyes like hip-hop and i started like you know dig deep into that like section of music for real but i wasn't introduced to hip-hop and like you know started listening to it with like you know conventional shit like fucking drake or fucking jay-z or some shit mm-hmm. i never like liked mainstream or like you know heard much of any of it for real it's always been alternative rap alternative hip-hop trap metal and shit like that there was mm. never a time where like i've actually listened to fucking real hip-hop before really yeah not at all if you, you can tell because i can't fucking rap for shit so it's like <laughs> it mixes in it's interesting you need ah oh, man i want to put you on a you probably know who this is but you need to listen to Lauren Hill, man. Or the Fugees, just anything by the Fugees or Lauren Hill. Classic all of those hip-hop. names go in. All of those names go in one ear and out the fucking no, other, bro. You better not you. disrespect the queen, Miss Lauren Hill, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just, just, hey, man, hey, man, no, hey, man. <laughs> no offense, it's just not, it's, it's just not my cup of tea for real. I mean, like, it is what it is. You feel me? So. Do no, fuck- no offense to any fans of those people. I you, don't know who they are. Do you fuck with R and B or? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I respect R and B for what it is because, like, I like to engineer and all that shit. And R and B takes money to fucking create, so I respect it. I just won't ever in my free time listen to a fucking R and B song. Hmm. So, what if an R and B artist said, "Hey, man, I like your fucking vibe. Like, I wouldn't mind having you." on a track fucking screaming while I'm singing. Like, would you do that? My collabs depend on, number one, if I fuck with you mm-hmm. and, like, I can trust your personality with, like, my energy type shit. And number two, on a bag, because I'm not rapping for fucking free for fucking no one unless we're fucking homies. Mm-hmm. So, like, I keep, like, my music very, like, gatekeepy, and I'm I'm very hesitant to, like, you know, share and, like, give people, like, you know, features and opens and all of that shit. Okay, I understand. I understand that. So, I know. I know you're from Atlanta. What was like your childhood like growing up out there? Fucking weird, bro. Like the part of Atlanta I'm from. Like I'm not from the heart, the city of Atlanta, but like everyone who's in this like area is just Atlanta. I've grew up in like Gwinnett, Decatur, shit like that. Of like outskirts of Atlanta type shit. Okay. Really, bro. Growing up here was fucking interesting because, like, I've been broke and poor all my life. So, like, I've moved hella places, hella times, randomly. So, doing that, I've had, like, a taste of everything here, bro. I've had a taste of the fucking trenches. I've had a taste of the fucking suburbs. I've had a taste of just middle-class living back to the fucking hood again. 
And like, I don't know, cause like, growing up here, I did get mixed in with like the wrong crowd. Then damn near almost got jumped into certain gangs and all that shit. And then we're like, times were like I was abusing drugs and you know not being a good person. But I feel like learning how to like live here in Atlanta with like all that like street life activity and like you know music life activity going on and fucking gun violence like shit probably made me who I am better today because like I'm very like street aware of like what the fuck is going on in life and like how to like you know better myself so growing up here is like an experience but it was hard and it was not fun (laughs) going back to what you said about going from you said you grew up kind of like all over you had um, all over trenches type experiences suburbs type experiences but then i heard you say that or where you where you grew up not grew up but like you you were living in the suburbs at one point in time and then you went back to the trenches what was that like like going from having that good experience to being in the trenches what was that like well that was like that back when i like so from growing up from like a poor area then like going to like the suburbs for a bit i was a bit like you know looked at differently in school because like i acted a certain way in school mm-hmm. and all of like the um whitewashed black kids didn't fuck with me because i was too aggressive or like you know too like outspoken and loud and like kind of like rambunctious so i was always like an outcast and like those type of schools type shit but then as i, as I like got into like more like fights in school and all of that shit and i was put into like alternative school and more mm-hmm. of like like the um trenches side i like did in better but like the um the bad kids type shit so i i naturally like you know took more to them if that makes sense so like going from like suburbs back to the like you know bad areas i don't judge people based on like their income like their fucking money shit shit like if you're a cool fucking person you're a cool fucking person so i really vibe more in like the bad places even though as bad as that fucking sounds mm-hmm. now i mean kind of makes sense like because i went to alternative school too because i got kicked out of like regular yeah yeah schooling i had to go to alternative school and i noticed like it was easier for me to kind of like dual school work in an alternative school for some reason like a smaller classroom easier bro so you had the same experience then hell yeah bro okay i i got kicked out of high school four times before i dropped out like dead ass i was in fights after school before school i was smoking weed before school and then yeah i was just not doing shit so like Mm -hmm. we called give over here bro i i went to give three different times i went to east and west so like that like smaller classroom smaller environment was like so much better to like actually fucking learning bro like and plus there was like fucking like um uniforms so like i wasn't worried about like you know not having clothes at the time to like you know wear the fucking school type shit i just wore the same fucking shit like everyone else mm-hmm. so it, it it like took a lot of stress off going to like alternative schools for real made it easier for life so you said you had dropped out did you go back to school or did you get your ged fuck or? no ged no. baby fuck okay. that shit okay you got your ged so i mean look, i look, look at it as you like, know you got your education regardless the other like career paths I plan to take in life, they're a lot more serious than like you would like expect from a person like me. And I probably won't like, you know, go into like deep shit like that. But I have plans for life. I'm I'm not just like one headed focused on music. I wanna do certain shit with like certain career paths. So like I don't think that school nowadays is a necessity for what you need to be successful at all. Like I think that's so fucking stupid and that, that that's so old fashioned to think that like you have to go to fucking college for fucking four years, have a fucking debt in your fucking back pocket, burning Man. a hole in your back pocket, just to be, you know, successful and, like, you know, have a good life. That's not true whatsoever. So, in terms of, like, the career that you want to choose, is it, does it require, like, college, or? Not really, not really. It really just, like, requires hands-on experience in, um, like, 
it's a lot of like internships. I'm like going to like start doing this and all of that shit. And then like, you know, small courses here and there. It's like a very like tech based industry. Like what I'm trying to like, you know, break into right now. So like it's shit like that. And that doesn't require college, especially for like the um places I work for right now. It's like as long as you have an experience with that company and you want to like do shit, they'll help you with like, you know, get to those certain levels of that shit. So like you don't need college to be fucking successful. Trust okay. me. So what what part of the industry are you trying to break into? I'm not even gonna say all that, man. I don't like the internet, okay. man. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not... <laughs> I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. So so hypothetically speaking, let's say in a fucking alternate dimension quank wanted to go to college or some shit what do you think you'd be interested in or like physics. let me oh, physics really off rip physics um physics quantum mechanics and all of that shit has always interested me like always i'm a big um aviation nerd so like f-35 harriers and all of that shit i love gawking over shit like that and like yeah so like physics weapons Especially, like, atomic shit, bro. Like, the thoughts behind, like, an atomic weapon, like, atomic energy interests me so fucking much as a person. Why is that? I don't know. It's just... Also, because, like, I like power, right? And the thought that, like, the things that construct the thing, like, the things that construct a fucking uh, a pixel of life can create enough energy to, like, blow up entire cities barked my interest like fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's, that is crazy that how, like, a yeah, bomb, like, bro, could even just like shit up. Yeah, even like the thought process of like the like the whole like Manhattan project, right? Is like a bunch of scientists were like, huh, if we throw hydrogen at this fucking uranium and like we split this atom in a certain way at a certain time, and it creates a chain reaction with little to no materials, we can create weapons that can destroy and level cities and countries. That shit was like a like that that's like a lot to think about. That's some crazy shit. I feel like Man, I don't even know, man. I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> that shit, like them having that much power to just drop that shit anywhere they please, like, that's just kind of like a red flag for me. Like, I feel like the wrong people have power, have access to that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like a bit of an off topic, but like the West, I don't know. Like the more like TikTok and like, you know, new channels on TikTok, I've like been like embracing like the Ukraine right now and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And like, the more and more I see, like, headlines of, like, what the U.S. is doing and, like, you know, funding a proxy war, because as much as you hate to say it, like, literally, we're, like, just third person in a fucking war right now. Like, the only reason, Basically. like, why Ukraine can, like, you know, handle Russia is because of us and fucking hand-me-down technology. And then, like, the more and more I, like, think of, like, the West and in whole, it seems like more of, like, a villain than, like, someone mm -hmm. who, like, just wants to help people. It's like, we're over here really just, like, you know, funding a whole war. That has nothing to do with us. Not 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 even a fucking uh, a, a NATO ally, and we're just bored funding it to say fuck you to Putin, like Putin, pretty much. It's 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 a lot. At least not a NATO ally at the moment. It's at the crazy. moment, because I feel like man, like just like how you were saying, like how man, it's, it's just it's like they're they're not funding it for like just to be good. Like they want something in return. I don't know what that if, is, but they want something what, in return. My theory of what the U.S. is doing right now is really to, like, without losing, like, U.S. life and, like, U.S. soldiers and, like, our materials, we're pretty much testing old weapons and how they feed against Russia's new technology right now. Mm. That's pretty much all that's going on. It's, like, it's a whole testing ground of just, hey, let's test this new American weapon right now and see how it pens against Russia without fighting an actual war. Which is fucked. It's pretty hilarious. I mean, I mean, like, I don't think 
of like shit convention like that like life is cool and all that but like if you're like a scientist and like a engineer you want to test your products type shit there was actually this one crazy story that like i liked a lot recently was like the russian kinzel missile was like the um hypersonic like um hypersonic missile that russia tried to use on ukraine and it was shot down by a u.s patriot system that is 40 years old a hypersonic missile the best shit that russia has to offer was shot down by something u.s made in the fucking 1980s or some shit like that that's embarrassing bro (laughs) that's fucking sad See now, I, I kind of want to get a little conspiratorial, just a little bit, just just a little bit. Not too much to get us on the on the list. For you know sure, for sure. I'd be wondering, like, not to say that the war that's going on isn't real. That's not what I'm saying. I, sometimes I just feel like certain leaders, they be you know, they all sit down together at the end of the day and determine how they're gonna control everybody. Is that fucking crazy to think? Um, it's not crazy to think. It's actually what's happening right now. It's um this is a bit of like a conspiracy right now but like the new world order doesn't have to do with like you know um like illuminati and like famous niggas and all that it's really just the um spread of um democracy throughout the world Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you in the next century or two the entire world will will be converted to fucking uh democracy eventually it'll it'll happen eventually because i don't know it seems like the u.s and their war plans are just you know playing chess and this whole like thing with like ukraine was just like you know weaken ties between russia and china so, like, if one superpower loses his friend, it makes it easier for him to conquer type shit, right? Mm. So, if Russia can fall and we can defeat Russia, that makes China a whole lot more vulnerable to us. You feel me? So, it's like stepping stones and using people to, like, you know, man- man- manipulate them to take down other people. And, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a big game of chess at the end of the day. It's interesting. I can talk about that shit for fucking days, but <laughs> for fucking days, bro. So... Do you think, like, in a hundred years, like, basically it's going to be a one-world government type shit? Oh, yeah, for, for sure, for certain. Yeah. I feel like uh, one of the steps, too, that I remember said in one of my interviews, I feel like, uh, I don't know when, but my prediction is, like, what if, like, Canada doesn't even, what if it's not even called Canada anymore? What if, like, that shit gets called, like, what if it just turns us to the United States? Like, it's not Canada, it's the United States now. Like, bro, bro. The United States is scary. If if we wanted to, we could. We we choose to let these certain countries exist. Like trust me, if if a fucking Russian missile hit US soil, I guarantee you within the next month Russia would be a fucking US parking lot. It's 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 that like the power difference is insane. So like if niggas wanted to, they very much would and they very much could with like certain like tools that they have access to right now so i kind of we kind of got you know what i'm saying on some blacklist type shit let's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's get back into quink you know what i'm saying so the show i remember so how to put this so you said how you're you want to be in the tech industry as a career so yeah. when you were a kid what did you want to do like did you want to make music did you want to be in the tech industry or was it something else oh man i've always like bro ADHD is like low-key a fucking superpower for me, bro. I built my first computer like when I was 12. And that was dead ass off like I I scavenged parts off of old Dell. I bought shit off eBay that like I could afford type shit. And I dead ass built my first little like rigged like you know game on type shit when I was like 12, 13. I was always always like, you know, taking apart shit and like, you know, building shit, just being a fucking dumbass. 
and like i don't know i've like acquired like a bunch of like random fucking talents over like the span of like adhd shit but like tech always like stood out to me i would dead ass spend like years watching fucking like linus tech tips and all that shit like that whole fucking genre of youtube just at home like fucking tutorials and all that shit learning about shit like that so like coding all that shit was like you know just natural and a big thing that like niggas don't know this is so like nerdy of me but like bro back i was like 16 15 bro i deadass had a fucking dual boot computer to fucking um hacky hack and fucking linux for fucking like csgo shit and all of that it, it, it was a it was a fun time but like i, I remember I, I had this one script that like i edited type shit to have like my, my own like little like cheap like thing that i made in like c plus plus at like 16 and i and i did all of that shit on linux ubuntu or whatever when i was dead ass 16 nothing but just fucking youtube and the internet bro it, it, it was I'm, I, i'd be bored for real what the fuck that <laughs> i'd be bored me a lot of my my little cousin he's into that too bro he's fuck, how old is he he's i think he's like 15 16 14 something like that yeah bro, like, like viruses <laughs> all type of shit like he's really like YouTube, smart as fuck bro you can learn anything on fucking youtube bro like literally anything so why do you i don't know if you said but why do you why did you think that interested you as a kid i don't know it was just um computers were just cool to me and like um tech was just an interest an interest to me like i wasn't big on like having friends and i was like much younger so like i stayed inside a lot mm-hmm. so it was more of just like computers were just cool at that time and i and i liked games and all that shit and i would like obsess over like you know gaming channels and all that shit and then like people like building these fucking bias computers mm-hmm. and i just like stuck to it naturally so did you always grow up with like a computer in the household like as a little kid like a little um, kid? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's always like a family PC or some shit like that. You feel me? Okay. And I, I just fucking took that bitch over for real. Fucking over your modding Minecraft and shit. <laughs> Hello, can you still hear me? Yes, sir. All right, we are, we, we are back. Water is fucking delicious. Fuck, bro. Wait, my microphone. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Yeah. You say that, bro, like, on a random topic, I've been on my, like, healthy shit. I haven't drank soda in, like, a month, bro. I've drinking straight water. Been on my fucking exercise shit, bro. I'm trying to get, like, ripped on my, on my jacked shit. You know what was the last soda you drank? Like, what flavor? Um, It was a Coke at work, like, a month ago. <laughs> oh, shit. So- I missed the bubbles in my mouth. Hey, Pause. yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Hey yo, hey yo, yo, he's tweaking, yo, he's tweaking, y'all. What the fuck? <laughs> so I kinda I kinda, I kinda wanna know, uh because you were saying how you were posting on NLM because you felt like it made you make better music. So what made you yeah. start posting back on your personal SoundCloud? Really for experiments like experimental shit. Like mm-hmm. everything on my personal page is either like archived old shit that I like to put up or shit like Envy that was like not really like a hip hop song or a rap song. It's just like, you know, a more spooky vibe type music. I'm not explaining that like genre that I make. It's all like either experiment like experimental shit or just like you know, random shit that I like decide to make. It's really like a throwaway page in a sense. I can like put shit up that I I don't want people to see, but like niggas can like still hear if they like look hard enough. So what's like your favorite part no. about making music? Favorite part about making music, probably the creation aspect of it. Like 
I've made probably like 50 songs that never touched the fucking internet. Like, like engineering and like mixing and mastering like always interest me. So like I I'll, I'll just rap for fun sometimes and like I won't post it nowhere. Like it'll just be for, for me. So I I just like creating shit. I don't really care if niggas like listen to it. That's why like that's why I'm more the type to like you know post shit, delete shit, make fucking alt SoundCloud pages and like you know shit like that. So do you make beats as well or? I used to at the time, but I'm I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm pretty ass at it. So <laughs> I I gave up producing. Okay. Do you have any like a song out that's produced by you, like a beat? Yeah. Um, yeah. What song? It's is that? not like real. Um. Um. Self-produced songs. This is interesting. I don't know the fucking name of it, but I know it's like just some distorted data weight, and I fucking rapped over it. Is it I recent or it. it's old? Oh no, that's old. Also, in terms of it being recent or old, if it's old, like did you post it a long time ago, or like is it recently dropped, or like what do you mean by if old? it's? So if it's old, I posted it forever ago, deleted it, and someone found it and re-uploaded it. Okay. That's what I mean by fucking old type shit. I don't even know if we got into this, but how did you start making music? Did did you speak on this or? Um, we spoke on like why I didn't like music, but uh. this is oh my god, this is like I told you about like my like ADHD right and like wanting to do like random things type shit. Mm-hmm. So this is a funny day, funny, 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 funny day. I very vividly, I wanted to start boxing. I was like young as fuck, right? I want to start boxing. I bought a pair of boxing gloves off Walmart for like 50 bucks, like 50 bucks. And that 50 bucks is a very key part of the story. So <laughs> short story short, Walmart emailed me back and said that like they ran out of stock for that, like for those gloves or some shit. And I think they ended up giving me like store credit. Right. So I, I had 50 bucks as a kid in Walmart spending like, on like whatever. And guess what the fuck I bought as a jokey joke. I bought a blue snowball microphone the usb one so i bought that with the pure intent of like you know doing some dumb shit on it and <laughs> Bruh. i you know, i i fell in i fell in the fucking youtube type beat type space i started like you know joking and then as i started joking more it got more serious and i just fucking kept doing it and then i met more friends around that shit and then you know just kept fucking pushing that shit so i entirely started like making music on a fucking random whim bro it's hilarious so how does your family and friends feel about you making music? Or feel family, about your music? They they like it or they're fucking forced to hear it. I don't give a fuck. Because I'd be, I be fucking making shit on my fucking big ass speakers in this crib. So they're fucking forced to hear that shit. And they're pretty supportive of like me rapping and all that shit. Pretty like random of me to be the fucking like one rapper of like out of everyone in here. Why you say that? Because I was never the type to fucking like music. <laughs> so it's ironic of how the fuck I'm a rapper now. <laughs> how do your friends feel about your music i don't really have friends I'm, I'm i'm a fucking loner for real so like i don't like people i don't talk to like a whole lot of people so i, I wouldn't say like my like two best friends like my like my brothers like Byth and rehab that's, that's about it and like perry and shit like that I don't, I don't have like a big group of friends now i have hella acquaintances but like they're also like rappers and shit mm-hmm. popular loner for real popular loner yeah that's me do you like being that yes and no i'm an introverted ass nigga so like i don't i i just keep to myself that's just natural for me so 
Because mm. when I asked you if you like being that, you said kinda. So what do you not like about it? Um, the access to women. <laughs> <laughs> that was the realest answer I ever fucking heard. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me cook. Let me cook. Let me cook. Okay. I just feel like if I was more extroverted, I would, you know, be around, you know, more like women more. So like I'd have more hosts, you know, put in my like roster. So it'd be easier, you know, get some bitches here and there. So like that's the one part I hate about being fucking introverted because like most of my hoes, uh, I, I I like I, I keep a I keep like a loyal roster. You feel me? I don't like swap them out a lot. So like if I was more of like an extrovert. Oh yeah, I'd be, I'd be fucking living my best life. Okay, so what do you like about it? About what being introverted? Yeah, you grow like a lot of closer bonds with people. Like everything's like a lot more close knit and like a close circle. So like I can tell my fucking like brothers fucking anything and like you know ask for fucking anything type shit. Like they know what the fuck is going on. So shit like that that's like makes like life a lot easier. I kind of want to know how'd you come up with your name? Ooh, um, back to my like gaming topic. That's, that's always been my, that's always been my fucking name. I think like a friend in like middle school called me like Quack, and then from that Quank diverted in like that's always been like my like on like on online alias, end game name, Xbox name, everything. It's always been Quank, and then I started rapping. I'm like, what should my name be? I fucking I I, I did some like cringe like deep space loner xx or some fucking bullshit i was like you know what that's just lame i'm, I'm just quank that's always been my identity and i've always held that close to me so i'm gonna just keep that pushing and like always go with that name so i kind of so what does that name mean to you it just means who the fuck i am it doesn't have like a deep meaning it's just kind of me it's just always been a nickname it's always been like quank is just who the fuck i am and, like i want to be viewed as in like a music aspect I think it's very different from like Quincy, Quank, you know, just, you know, two Q things, but like Quank is more of just like a art and entity. It's not like a real person for me, like a real thing. It's just like my like play character. Okay, so I kind of want to read you some. Uh... Damn, bro, you can read, bro. You're like 10 steps ahead of me, dog. That's just <laughs> nice. Must be fucking nice, bro. I kind of want to read some like. I found on Urban Dictionary, like, definitions of your name, and I kind of want to read them to you. Huh? <laughs> so. Yeah, l l let me hear this, please. So the first one, it kind of goes into what you were saying, how, like, Quank, it just means me. It just means whatever I want it to mean, which is me. So it, it Quank, this first definition, it says, it can mean anything you want, good or bad, right? Now, the second, the, the second one. <laughs> Is there, now this is my favorite, quank, a racial slur for the entire human race. Everybody is a quank. I like, I, yo, I, I like that one. I like that one. Yo, that's fire. Yo, I fucking love that one. What the fuck is a what the fuck is a quank? Oh, it's a fucking slur. Oh yeah, I love that. And then the bro, third, oh, bro, what? Oh my god, bro. Speaking of slur, bro, you wouldn't believe the story of like. So I've had like the actual Instagram at like Q U A N K K, right? Mm -hmm. I've had that before. This is like my fifth Instagram I'm on. This is my fifth or sixth Instagram. I always get banned for doing dumb shit on Instagram. Like fucking sex, fucking bullshit, Teddy's on Instagram. A whole lot of that <laughs> shit, right? God. Anyways, but like fucking um, 
Oh my god, this is this, this is this is a bad story. This is a bad story. Um, well, if if it incriminates you, you don't got to say it on the podcast. No, 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 no. It, it, it's it's bad of like my character. It's just funny. So it, it, it's a cool story to tell. But like the how I got the original like Q U and K K app is I was going by like kill quank or some shit and then i was tired of it not like i just wanted like my name to, to be like my instagram type shit and i searched up quank on instagram and someone had my exact name how i spelled it and he was like this like asian kid and he was he was nice he he, he was cool and i remember vividly for like the next two months maybe three every day i bullied him until he changed his name and gave me my fucking ad <laughs> he blocked me on multiple occasions and i made a new page just to bully him and make him change his name and get the fucking at quank and it's funny because i worked so hard to get that name out of that kid i bullied him or like relentlessly i wanted that name so bad and then not even a month later after i got that name that the account got clapped it, 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 it's it's a horrible story, but that's how I got the fucking Instagram at Quank. It was just straight up, you know, internet, internet bullying, and I, I I'm not sorry for it because if you get bullied online, you're a fucking pussy. You just turn off the computer. But Quank, Quank, <laughs> I cannot I cannot put that in, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> this man mercilessly bullied a little Asian kid for an at. He used basically used dickhead energy to get a username, and then that energy came right back and it clapped your shit. It got banned. It got banned within a fucking like a month, bro. I worked for months to get that fucking app, bro. Just to get that shit taken away instantly, bro. Okay, so hold on. So when you say bully, now this is going to determine whether or not I put this in here. When you say bully, what do you mean by that? You mean like just bothering, like saying, "Hey, give me the ad, give me that." Okay, or? okay, okay, okay. I see what you mean by bullying. I don't mean like I was calling him slurs and like you know being like okay. openly like hateful and all of that shit nah kid. hey bitch change your fucking name pussy like you don't need that shit like nigga, that's my name bitch change your fucking name dog like it was shit like that for months like i just bothered him bro okay, I, I wouldn't say him. bullying okay. I, yeah I pestered the man i wouldn't say like hey you fucking bleep okay give me my fucking name <laughs> this guy is diabolical man okay so, i wonder where that kid is at now i wonder what the fuck happened um he he had like a popular like tumblr page or some shit back in the day he was on like some like feminist shit but you know i, I fucking took his name and he, he, he disappeared so well i didn't take his name i took my name back from him to be like more specific well technically if he had the name first it was his name and you stole it. I've had that name for fucking years. He stole it from me, bro. He probably he probably saw me online in the fucking game or some shit. Like, bro, Quank sounds cool. I'm gonna take that <laughs> shit. And guess what, bro? Shit. I came and you know, reclaim my reclaimed what's mine. Bro. So getting into like the names and shit like that. When you're like your backup page on Instagram, it's called uh hopefully I don't butcher this, butcher the pronunciation, but it's called Sosu. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay, so is that like a side project or is it just your backup page? That's just me. Um, I was I I actually um go by Sosu or Quank. So like it's not like a split personality. It's just like a split name that like I like to be like to like go by too. And Sosu is actually an interesting like concept. It's not a real word. I took it from my um favorite anime, Made in Abyss, and pretty much what the word sosu means in like that like universe and like that little anime was like 
the character Nanachi says it a lot, and it pretty much adds value to something. So if you love someone, that they, they would be very sosu to you. Or if something's important to you, it's very sosu. So it's really just something that, like, defines importance and, like, defines, like, independence and love of, like, an object. So so sosu is, like, what the fuck I, like, want to be called. Like, I, I want to be fucking valued by people. So that's where, like, the fucking name sosu came from. So, okay, so now that I know... Are you still into anime, yes or no? Yeah. Okay, so now that I know that, I want to ask you something. Everybody who's into anime that comes on the show, I'm going to ask them the same question. So, sure. I want to recommend you my top five anime, and based off of what I like, I want you to recommend me three. Okay, wait, so hold on. How did you not know? Because, like, like, my full name is going to be Tentacle... Well, I don't, I don't say the whole thing, but it's been Quank the Alchemist, which is a full, like, play on, like, Full Metal Alchemist. You see, I didn't know because that. Because it's, it's been Quank the Alchemist, because my idea was to turn and, like, transmute negative energy into something great, and that's music. So mm-hmm. it was Quank the Alchemist, or someone who can create nothing from something. And I did, I did have, like, a whole side project of, like, where the um, envy, greed, and all of that shit comes from my side projects of, like, songs. Hell mm-hmm. after the um seven deadly sins and like shit of like chapters going through life and all that shit. So I like have like a big like anime like you know influence in like my music and all of that shit. Yeah, I see. I didn't. I didn't know you used to go by uh, Quank the Alchemist. Yeah, man. I mean, I I I shortened it down a bit, but QTA for real. But nah. Sorry for going on my fucking off tangent. But like, what were you talking about? Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So I'm gonna recommend you my five anime that I like, my top five, and then based off of that, I want you to recommend me three. Got you. Okay, so number one is Parasite. Two is Death Note. Love it. Three is an anime Mid. called Cells at... Hey, 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 Quank. I'm getting, I'm getting enough of you interrupting me. Man. Cells A. What? No, continue. I'm sorry. Continue, continue, continue. I'm sorry. This man just I, love interrupting just me, man. Y'all hear this song. shit, man? What's going <laughs> on, man? All right. Parasite, Death Note, Cells at Work, Seven Deadly Sins, and Yu-Gi-Oh! is my top five. I would definitely watch those. And oh, I, yeah, and um, oh, and I, I'm, I'm also a big um, Ava fan. Evangelion is, is a big part of, like, my, like, of, like, what I like as well as, like, anime. And I, like... It's like a mech anime, but like it talks about like God and like humans and like what's like what what's wrong with humans. The whole like Evangelion like like rebuild is amazing. Like I'll go back and like watch those like for like fun. I I love those movies so much. All right, so note to myself: editing list all those. So I said Shaw Roulette, Promise Neverland, manga. What was the third one? Made in Abyss, and then Evangelion. I have to take a crazy piss, but I am not leaving this room. But Whoa! In a bottle. You know what? That's fucking dedication, bro. Like that's fucking real. You know what's crazy is that like I have I have my microphone backwards. Um, bro, fucking rehab, the six 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 rehab. He doesn't make music. Um, he's not a person. He's not real. Rehab's not fucking real. If you know who, like, bro, but he's six 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 rehab. Make him your next interview, bro. He will give you a crazy conversation about fucking NLM. He's been there every start, step of the fucking way. Interview fucking Rehab, bruh. 
That man is not real. Yeah, Rehab, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying lists. him. I'm saying him because Rehab, bro, that man pisses in bottles religiously. <laughs> he does it on a <laughs> daily. Like he'll like he'll be playing League of Legends and be like, you know what? The bathroom's upstairs. I'm a piss in this bottle. Like what the fuck? He does not care. Rehab is an entity, bro. He's that's, that's not a real fucking person. We have about... welcome to the jungle. He's rubbing up flames. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is that Motley Crew? That was that was ACDC. It's not ACDC. That's uh, where it's like, whoa! Welcome to the jungle. That song, nigga, that's ACDC. The song is literally called ACDC. Welcome to the jungle. It's Guns and Roses. Is it? Yeah. No, no, it's no, Guns no. and Roses. Shut the fuck up! I'm going to YouTube. That's Guns N' Roses, asshole. Welcome I thought it was Motley Crue at first. That's Guns N' Roses. The Jungle. It is! What? Mm-hmm. I could have sworn it was ACDC. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's see. We're oh, on... man. I'm a fucking poser. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to figure out what the fucking question we're on. We're almost done, though. We have, like... I'll say I have like maybe like 20 more questions left type shit. Got you. Ooh, that's a good topic I can talk about when like a re-fucking record, bro. What? Is um my like delivery and like where I got like screaming from and like all of that shit. That love for like that type of music, bro, came solely from Guitar Hero. Mm. It like, bro. And like my sister was like an email girl growing up, right? So like I I would like steal her like steal her fucking like iPod Nano or some shit, and I would bump all that fucking Paramore, oh, that man. fucking Guitar Hero ass shit, bro. Like I love that shit. So, that, so like that's why like I didn't care for fucking hip hop, bro. Like I already had that type of shit going on. Yeah, Paramore, Fallout Boy, Sum Forty One. Oh my god, Lincoln bro! Park. Oh my god, man. <laughs> so, I kind of want to read a tweet from you, Quink. Oh no. Um, no, 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 no. It's nothing crazy. This is kind of more of a serious tweet, kind of. Okay. Okay. It says, okay. taking an indefinite break from the internet. I have no intention of reactivating the Quink account as of right now, and I'm about to delete this one also. No intention of posting slash making new music. This is where this story ends for now. I love all y'all who chose to stick with me for this long and all the endless support for real. I wish everyone the best. Please be happy with a happy face. Now, why did you feel like that at that moment? Do you remember? Suicidal. Really? 100%. Um, I struggle a lot with um suicidal thoughts. And, like, the people who support me, I view them as, like, family. So, like, if I ever, like, you know, <laughs> my fucking self, I want to leave on, like, a, a little note. Like, a little thank you. of Like, hey, I appreciate y'all for the time I was here. But think for that tweet because like i had deleted most of like my fucking juicy tweets so like i didn't want that shit on the internet no more um fucking i just wasn't feeling life at the time to be honest with you and like mm-hmm. by like i always use that reference of like this is the end of the chapter for me right now of like a next beginning of life and i said this is where the story ends because honestly at that time at that time i didn't have any intention of like living so that's just where the story fucking ended for that like at, at that moment in time like that was just like the end of the story and i'm better now so i'm not like i i don't i don't not care to like you know talk about like you know depression and all that shit but like i'll make those tweets and shit like that like me like leaving and all that shit and i still haven't posted on fucking twitter since 
But it's just like, you know, niggas be fucking emo, niggas be sappy, niggas be wanting to fucking oof themselves sometimes. So that's 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 what that shit was about for real. Yeah. Like sure base, yeah. I think the key factor that you just said just then was that um you feel better now. And that goes to show that it gets better. It doesn't. You know I think it does. It gets better, um, it gets worse, it gets better. But at the end of the day, it gets I, I would like to say it gets better. I would hope so. I don't like so me personally, the way I see like, you know, depression is I don't think it ever got better for me because, like, I'm still, like, untreated and all that shit. Like, I refuse to take meds and all that bullshit, but mm-hmm. I, don't think it get, I don't think it gets better. I just think you get stronger. So it does get better, but, like, as you grow as a person, you you grow to, like, you know, deal with, like, um, emotions better. So it doesn't get better. You're just going to grow as a person and get stronger and learn how to deal with those fucking issues. That's how I view it. I don't think that, like, oh, yeah, you know, just 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 give it time and, like, you'll stop feeling sad. <clears throat> it's like you gave it time and you stopped feeling that thing because you overcame it and you got you know you got stronger so that's how i see it technically don't you think it's safe to say that that will make you a better person versus when you were in that moment yeah but i think i wouldn't be the person who i am like without those moments you feel me so i feel mm-hmm. like those like define me a lot this is not just oh yeah that happened that's what i'm gonna breeze over like that happened and fucking changed me so Mm-hmm. kind of like you know developing the end of this person not because of that thing would you again this is, i remember i was talking to you before we started doing this interview i'm big into psychology would you ever consider like going to a therapist without taking any meds just like going to talk to somebody uh, the idea of a therapist pisses me off because if someone's getting paid to just you know listen to me fucking bullshit and fucking like talk about my fucking problems they don't really care they're just getting a fucking paycheck unless they're a good ass fucking therapist mm-hmm. i've been to hella therapists before i've talked to them because i've been fucking gaven shit and all of that stuff stupidness but like it never felt like it never felt like they fucking cared like i've been to dead like mental hospitals and all that stuff like trying to like you know do shit and all like stupidness but like even there those people who were, like, you know, doing, like, group sessions and all that shit, it felt like people who were just, like, you know, ah, uh, yeah, I care about you. Here's this Zoloff. Mm. Bye. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I, don't, I don't care for that shit. And even when I'm, like, on shit like that, I just feel fucking zombified. I don't, I don't feel like me no more. It's like the fucking depression, like, you know, it just, it just gives me that fucking edge. You feel me? Like, <laughs> makes me, it makes me me, so... I'm not one to, you know, want to be on prescriptions and fucking shit like that. This is not, doesn't help. That is so interesting that you said that because me personally, I want to go to be a psych therapist because I don't, yeah. me personally, I don't want to prescribe medication. I'd rather use talk therapy and just talk and try to, you know, work it out through talking. I don't feel comfortable prescribing medication. So it was interesting how mm-hmm. you said, like, how you feel like they don't care. They just want to prescribe you and fucking meds you up. Like, that's, that's always that what I've gotten that. from it, bro. Like, mm-hmm. people who are, like, in that enlightenment, she's like, yes, there's, like, good ones, but there's a lot of fucking bad ones, bro, yeah. who just want to, you know, get the session over with and, like, get their fucking check. So, if, like, if you can break into industry and, like, you know, form a connection with, like, all of, like, your, like, patients, bro, like, more mm-hmm. power to you. Like, like we need that. And, like, trust me, if I had that when I was, like, younger, bro, dude, I'd be a lot better right now. But, like, I just never got that from, like, a therapist ever or, like, a mental hospital anything like that i've never got that so you know how i'm talking to you right now right yeah if a therapist 
were to talk to you like how I'm talking to you right now during this interview, would you be open to it? Oh man, I'd be fucking livid. I'd I'd, I'd go back every fucking week to that nigga if he he be this fucking lit. Like I would always be on that shit. But then again, it's like this plays into like race too, right? Like me as a black child, mm. what am I doing talking to this fucking four year old fucking white man, bro? He knows nothing about what the fuck I'm going through right now. Like he can't relate to me. You feel me? Like, I need someone like me to talk to me about me. Or else you're not going to get what the fuck I'm talking about, for real, for real. You're, just, you're, you're dead just a fucking old white man who went to college, got your degree, and, and now you're getting paid because of my feelings. It doesn't, it, like, it, I, it, it doesn't sit right with me. It, I, it just can't. Yeah, so it'd have to be somebody that you can, like, basically see yourself in. Yeah, exactly. I have to relate to them, see myself in them. I can trust them. And then I can actually start, like, you know, talking and, like, probably just start healing and all of that shit. But unless that happens, which is probably rare, then just fuck that. No. So in terms of speaking to, like, friends, like, Vife, do you think that helps you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because he honestly gives me a lot of fucking advice for shit in life. So talking to him helps a lot. Talking to, like, other friends, shit helps a lot. But it's, like, an outside source. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not the type to like reach out because that like, goes back to like, you know vulnerability, safety from my fucking emotions and all shit like that. So I just don't care for it. So for everybody listening, if you feel you know sad or you just you know suicidal tendencies or whatever the case may be, find somebody that you can talk to that you trust, like how Quink just says, somebody that you can see yourself in, somebody that you feel just the utmost comfortability with, and just speak to them. And also, uh, and of course, like you know. Everybody's different, but for me personally, I'd also say what helped me was like a doing shit that I loved as much as possible, like doing interviews or if somebody likes working out, fucking work out, or if you like fucking watching movies, watch fucking movies, you know what I'm saying? But I would also say try to do something productive as well to keep your mind going, you know what I'm saying? Eat a little healthier. Also, like, also, I view my mental struggles as like, I don't view them as like real thoughts type shit, right? I I view them as like what they scientifically are chemical imbalances in my brain so mm. for people who struggle with like self-harming and like you know suicidal like ideation and all of that shit don't do something to your vessel that you will regret when you can't you feel me yeah. like just because you're feeling away right now don't act on it immediately seek help see, seek friends seek people don't just trust me just don't it makes life a lot easier for, for you and those around you yeah that's real shit Kind of wanna so, I want to read another tweet from you, Quank. This one is kind of like, I'm this... I'm going private on Twitter. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't. This is kind of funny. It says, "Uh, y'all, wait, wait, y'all do not do the biggie bag promo. I was robbed at Wendy's at DoorDash. Give me my money back." So can you Fuck explain to the listeners what happened, bro? What was the misunderstanding <laughs> okay. between you, Wendy's, and DoorDash? Okay, bro. For like for like four days before that tweet, me and Vife saw this ad, right? It was for the biggie bag promo on fucking DoorDash, right? I'm bro I'm not rich. I don't got bread like that, right? And so it was pretty much a promo deal, right? Where if you add a biggie bag to like your Wendy's DoorDash order, you'll get the whole order for like four dollars, right? And my idea was, yeah. right, is I was going to add the biggie bag, which I didn't want, and then hella food for me and my family, like, you know, eat, right? 
mm-hmm. like we can like have fucking hell of Wendy's for like you know a cheap ass four dollars, right? Like it, it, it's a cool promo, right? So I fucking had a cart of like fifty dollars before the DoorDash taxes and all of that shit to, to to my cart, and then I had the biggie bag. The cart said four dollars and some change. I check out for four dollars, <laughs> right? I checked out for four fucking dollars. Okay, it says order complete, order went through, and then you know how like cash app works, right? Like you'll you'll get like the um notification above it as like as like you spend it, right? Type shit. Mm-hmm. So as I click purchase, it it went through. Cash app sent me notification said you just spent fifty two dollars at DoorDash. I was like, no. fifty two dollars at DoorDash, nigga, what? So they like even though the app said four dollars, it charged me for what it was before the fucking promo. So I was like, y'all are fucking scammers. I canceled that shit, and I didn't get that money back for fucking four days, bro. I was so fucking butthurt over that shit. And I didn't even get no food over the stress either. Like, nothing. Oh, nah, bro got bamboozled. Bro got hoodwinked. I got what the finessed, fuck? <laughs> Hell no. So fuck DoorDash. Fuck Wendy's. Y'all, 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 y'all gotta see me. Oh God, y'all! Y'all gotta see me ASAP, bro. I need, I, I need my get back on y'all. So y'all food not even good for real. Hypothetically, spe- oh, wait, what? <laughs> Fuck Wendy's. Wendy's K for, for for fucking life, nigga. Sorry, what? <laughs> see, no, no, no. Now I have actually have two questions written down right here. One was, did you get your money back? You said you did. Two. Yeah. S- secondly, bro, what in the actual fuck do you like from Wendy's? Like. As a diabolical oh, ass fast food spot, bro. bro. You actually like Wendy's? Fofofo. All day, nigga. All day. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, ain't nothing what beat that fofofo when you broke, bro. Like, bro, you get you get <laughs> chicken nuggets, a burger, a drink, and some fries for four dollars, bro. Like, come on, bro. That, that that's like the down bad meal right there. Like fofofo. Exactly. Down bad. <laughs> exactly. Pull up. Pull oh, up. No. Pull up to the window. Fofofo. What? Double stack. Fofofo. So you, you actually like Wendy's, like you like the food, you like how it tastes. Well, 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 I don't like how it tastes. I like having food in my stomach. You feel me? So it's Ooh, like, okay, you gotta, you, you, you gotta fucking, you know, pick your battles. So like, <laughs> if I like... have money, if, if if I have money, I'm not going straight to Wendy's, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh please, Dave's double, please. I'm not going there to like, you know, eat because I want to eat Wendy's. I'm going there because I have to eat. You feel me? It's like the struggle meal. So I appreciate, you know. Wendy's sometimes like they're on um, the spicy chicken nuggets go 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 fucking dumb but like other than like that nah it's like I like if if I was up you wouldn't catch me at a Wendy's okay you so me? Like, if you got bread where are you going to go eat fast shit. food wise fast food wise fast food wise like what do you consider fast food Taco Bell Do Taco Chipotle like that shit I'm like shit like that I'm going straight to Cane's Chick Fil A Jimmy John's right now, bro. I'll be, be killing them fucking subs, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> bro. I got bread, though. <laughs> so how much do you spend at Jimmy John's? How much do you spend? <laughs> bro, Jimmy John's is fucking cheap, bro. Like, I, I get their whole little, like, Italian stuff for, like, fucking 10 bucks, bro. That shit fill me up. That shit fill me up, too. That shit good as hell. <laughs> now, Kane's, like, a box combo is, like, 12 bucks. Chick-fil-A is, like, $10 a meal. It's, like, you know, the average, like, you know, fast food cost, like, a meal down here. I actually never been to Chick Fil A ever. What? Yeah, I've never been. 
So you're you're fucking lying. I don't eat that's chicken. Not, bro. not real. What? You're black. This man just <laughs> discriminated sorry. against sorry. me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. BLM and whatnot. BLM and whatnot. BLM. 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 You're black though. So you, what the fuck? You know you you never ate chicken. Wink like, is discriminating chicken. against me because I do not eat chicken as a black man. You guys hear that, everybody? What what type of shit are you on, bro? Like you you dead don't eat chicken. Like say swear. Swear to God, that shit is disgusting. What? what? Yes, bro. That shit you is horrible. No more. What the fuck you gonna revoke? I uh, officially card? revoked your nigga your, your nigga pass, bro. You can't say nigga no more. Oh God, bro. <laughs> bro you eat if Wendy's, dog. Niggas, what are you talking oh, about, bro? Wendy's Wendy's is a black meal. That fofo is a struggle <laughs> meal, bro. That's that's no. black associated, dog. You can't lie. Like you can't argue that. That's black associated right there on fucking point. Is Wendy's, dog? Like trust, trust. Oh, chicken is hell no. I eat I eat beef, you know what I'm saying? Beef. Nigga, who got money for all that shit? Over here eating the fucking beef and some steak. Nigga, like you must be rich or some shit. Like, damn, twin, like Bro, ain't no one got money for fucking beef and steak all damn day, bro. Like chicken, yeah, that's where it's at. Come I mean, on. Like, I'm mainly like on a vegan vegetarian diet though, but I do, you know, here and there I eat beef and shit. Beef, salmon. Fucking, oh my god. Fucking hate vegetarians, fucking pussies. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you feel like that, sir? My um, my um, first real girlfriend was a vegetarian, and she broke my heart. So ever since then, it's been fuck vegetarians for real. Oh no, it's fuck her. Vegetarians no, no, end up no, between no, you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. So I want to send you a picture, Quank, on Instagram. We kind of okay. spoke about this earlier before we even started recording. Uh, let me see. I know I got this shit saved to my. Oh yeah, dude. All right, so. Can you explain to the listeners what I just sent you? What is that? And how does that make you feel? <laughs> um, I mean that that makes me feel amazing that like I had the um tenacity and the aggressiveness <laughs> to stomp on that fucker's head, bro. That makes me feel amazing. So explain to the listeners what I sent you and what that is and what's going on. Um, essentially, lines. essentially, you, um, sent me this little skinhead on the fucking ground below my fucking Air Force when I, um, beat his ass in That's Texas. Shit was, that shit was fun. That was, it's Air Force. The <laughs> Black Air Forces. I don't know why I thought that was a boot, man. thought you had no, some steel toe boots. So, can you explain to the listeners what exactly happened? What was going on at the show? What the fuck happened? What led to that? Okay, okay, okay. Start from the very, like, you know, start. I've been, I was in that was in Houston. That was in Houston, and we were booked for this one kid who was like, you know, trying to like, you know, come up and like, you know, start throwing shows and all that shit. And he wasn't like very known, but like he had breach though, so like he booked me and Taj to come out there for like eight hundred or some shit back in the day. Yeah. And we were like, you know, gonna like perform and all that shit. So like we went there. We weren't like keen because like he didn't tell us that like, hey. We need you to, like, promote this and not to say, like, hey, you'll be there. Like, we need y'all to be, like, promoters and all that. He didn't say that. Mm. So, like, we, we we went there. Like, the um the show turned out was just lame as fuck. Like, the show was just lame as fuck. People there were lame as fuck. Niggas who were eyeing me but, like, wouldn't do shit with lame as fuck. Because, like, there was, like, um, a quotation, air quotation marks. There was a SoundCloud op there. But he didn't want to do none. He, 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 he pussy. So... Um, niggas, niggas wasn't on shit. 
And interesting enough, that is where we um, met Seshbaum for the first time in IRL, and then he joined NLN after that. So that shit happened. So we were performing. Crowd was dead as fuck. Nigg- niggas was talking about shit. So I think I was a problem to like begin with. <laughs> so to be like to, to be an asshole, I'm 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 a petty fuck, right? Like I was like, I I set the microphone. I was paid to be here. Y'all can be dead if you want, but I, but, but I'm gonna finish my set regardless. So I sat down and then performed Matt Black. And it was funny as fuck. And the DJ kept spinning it back like two times, three times. And I was like, bro, this DJ sorry as shit. And I fucking dropped the mic and like walked off stage. Cause I was just like pressed, like, bro, like you're over here spinning my shit, ma- making it stutter, being a fucking dumbass. Like, bro, just press play and let me do my thing. Like you are not fucking DJ Khaled or fucking Kenny Beats, nigga. Like you're, 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 you press play. That's your one job. Just press fucking play. Mm. So, I pretty much call him a bitch and say he's sorry as fuck, and I and I walk off stage because I because because I'm blunt. I I talk my shit and I walk that shit too. So I'm like the nigga sorry as fuck. So I walk off stage and then short like short story short. I think the DJ was like friends like the um, party thrower. And they were like, you know, talking in the backgrounds, like, oh my god, NLM isn't giving us a good show. We 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 fucking pay for them to be here, which is like, you know, all true, but like, then again, your show's fucking lame as shit. So, we, me, Vi, Three Hob, Seshbon, are all like, you know, outside smoking a cig or some shit. And then they come outside, all huddled up and shit, talking about who called my homie a bitch. And there's like ten of us. There's like ten of them. There's like four of us. So I'm like. What y'all want to do about it? What y'all want to do about it? And I, I and I cl- and, and and I clutched feel me like I like y'all y'all look 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 y'all can try and jump me, but when you get put on a t-shirt and you fight this hollow point, my nigga, that don't got shit to do with me. So so, so I clutched the blick. I clutched the blick. They they they're like approaching, huddling around. They see the blick. They're like, oh nah, you on that shit? I'm like, yeah, I'm on that shit. What's up with it, nigga? And like. Rehab is like, nah, 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 fuck that, fuck that. Run the ones, right? That's when, like, like the whole crowd's out there. Like, like run the ones, fuck that, fuck that, run the ones. I'm like, nigga, say less. I fucking pass, I, I, I fucking pass by the Glock. He holds the Glock in, in the bag. I, 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 I pass by the fucking Glock. He got the Glock. And then I square up with that nigga. Mink to the chest. I swing, slip on the fucking um, wet-ass, rainy-ass ground. I'm like, damn. I get up. I pick his ass up, put him on the ground. Mink, 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 stand up. Infamous, Air Force to forehead. Mink on his shit. And then, you know, that's just history. I'm like, bro, like, you, like that night, they have the choice for, like, either one of them doesn't go home that night or one of y'all have a fucking Air Force on your forehead. Like, pick, pick. I don't care how it goes. I'll, I'll, I'll do either, bro. Like, I'm going to go with the hands, and I'm crazy with the five. Like, we can do whatever for real. It, it it was a fun day. It was a fun day. Like n- nonetheless, after that, I went home. I mean, I, I didn't go home. We um we, we went went back to the telly. I got drunk as fuck. Fuck this bitch. And just, just had a good night. It was, it was it was a pretty good day. I mean, I I got paid. Beat up a white I got paid. boy. Yo. I got paid. Beat up a white boy. Got drunk as fuck. And then got, got got some coochie. Like it was it was it was a nice day. Wait, I don't, I don't a dandy know. <laughs> time, it's a good old dandy time. Had a dandy time, bro. And it's video, crazy, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It's crazy because everywhere like we go, 
some shit always happens, bro. Like some really? something always fucking pops off, bro. Like every fucking time, bro. Niggas can't have no fun nowhere. Wait. Oh my. <laughs> why why is that? Oh, bro. <laughs> um I, so last time I fucking traveled, well this is like last last time was during the um Egoverse situation. I don't know if you're like keen on that, but that was like when the um Egoverse shit happened. That show happened that the, 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 there was a big fucking brawl outside. There was a, a fucking um incident brawl in Texas and then fucking New York. It's like everywhere I go, it's just bullshit fucking follows me, bro. Everywhere. Fuck, man, the pain level just got fucking crazy right now. So, it's like I'm hearing you tell that story. I'm trying not to laugh cuz it hurts to laugh. It's fucking painful, it's crazy. But in that video, you just hear like fuck fucking throw hurts. You just hear like NLM and it's not like a gang, like say NLM, NLM. I was like, what the fuck? Hell no, bro. It's just so crazy. Really how, bro, that's really how he moves. It's really like a gang of fucking brotherhood versus like a music group, right? If you, like, if you think about that shit, like everyone in there is like my fucking brother. It's not just like mm-hmm. we made music, we're 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 friends. Like, nah, those are all like either childhood homies or like gang for real mm-hmm. so it's like that for real and it's crazy how you said uh the dj there he was like spinning your song matt black i swear bro the next question after this is <laughs> how'd your song matt black produced by crimson come about oh shit i fucking made that song that's interesting actually i, I made that song at four in the morning in 30 minutes Took no effort. I was just spitting bullshit, and it came out beautiful. And then the rest is just history. Cause I think that was like the second song I made with Crimson, and just popped the fuck off. And it was like shit, a fucking amazing. Shout out Crimson for real. What made you want to have Crimson producing on it? I fucking love Crimson. I fucking cause um, Synatic put me on the Crimson before we uh, met Matthias. Oh my god, fuck Matthias. We <laughs> midget boy. <laughs> Oh fucking! Um, just really, just put just put put on through people, and I, and I liked um Crimson's drums a lot. Like Crimson's drums go like well with my vocals. So, like his tight beats and like Crimson beats and his like eight oh eight packs just go amazing with like our like sound. So Crimson's been like a long term like an an producer for real. Hey, Crimson is definitely I think it's safe to say producers in the underground scene next up. I guess he's he's for sure top five. So Clank, if oh, go ahead, if I had to name like uh five of like the most iconic producers of Clank the Underground, I would go Matthias, Triple Six Elite, mm-hmm. Crimson, Synatic. Who? What? What's what's a good fourth one for like a fucking producer? Um, um, hmm, hmm. I don't know, but those, but 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 those are my big four of like. Ooh, WAF. WAF WAF would be my like number five. WAF is cool as fuck. That would be like my like big five, like most influential like producers, like underground type shit. Those niggas are cool as fuck. But my fault, continue. Sorry. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. I'm trying to fucking gain composure. For everybody listening, uh, thank you for sticking with me and uh almost called you Vyth. With me and Clank Man. We fucking cranking this shit out. My bad if my energy is kind of dipping from high to low. I have a fucking horrible fucking toothache. I'm getting this shit pulled Tuesday, so my bad. Just bear with me. I'm trying to keep my energy up. 
Um, but Quank, I want to send you something, bro. And I want you to describe to me what's going on with this video. It's a link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, this is me and Vaithi, Vaithi Poo. And uh, pretty much this was the start to um, one of the um, music streams, right? And I was like, what's a good way to, like, you know, grab people's interest before I, like, you know, turn the camera on, like, you know, start the stream type shit. And, like, I looked at Tosh and I was like, huh, take your shirt off. No homo. And then I, like, so, like, we had the like, idea to, like, you know, act like we were, like, you know, doing, like, some, like, sus shit. And, like, you know, turn the camera, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on, wait, wait, what the fuck's happening? Wait, 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 what the fuck, what the fuck? And it was just, like, honestly, a funny ass clip. Someone said, you like, bro, I have to post this shit to keep this here, bro. It's just hilarious. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm so glad. So glad you don't have access to the fucking, like, NLM Discord, bro. Like, Jesus Christ. You would find some, you would find some questionable fucking clips, bro. Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure, sure I'm in here. But yeah, it was just like a, a little sus moment, bro. Oh no. Look, look, there's there's certain people just don't ask for shit, bro. Like once you ask for shit, you'll you'll, you'll open a fucking a black hole of shit you don't want to see, bro. I promise you. <laughs> so how did you meet Vice? Oh um how did I meet Vice? So I I've known Vice for fucking forever, bro. Jesus Christ. It's actually pretty funny. Um, me and me, me and him started off beefing, like on some like, like I don't like him type shit. You feel me? So we always had like mutual friends and shit like that throughout like high school and shit like that. And we like you know they'll beg them to like you know gossip and shit like that. So I always thought like he like shit talked me. I was shit talking him back and forth. And then throughout mutuals. The first time I met Vyth in person, we were smoking, we, 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 we were both matching in a bando in, like, some random neighborhood. And then, like, Taj was being all, like, Taj is Vyth, by the way. Or, yeah. So, he was, you know, like, email and, like, you know, breaking glass in, like, a, in, like, a corner of, like, the fucking trap before, um before we smoked. And then we all, like, smoked this fat-ass, like, five-gram blunt in, like, in, like a closet in, in that fucking house or some shit and then that shit happened and then me and rehab were like you know you know how like niggas be like flaming and all that shit we were, we were just like you know flaming taj and you know bullying that nigga and shit like that being be, 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 be a, be, be a bunch of rascals and then um this is funny so the first day my first day with taj and then after that we um got back in the whip we um left the cribbo and <laughs> Um, um yeah so we fucking were leaving right um we were fucking hopping in the fucking um whipski finna leave and Taz was just like nah fuck that he fucking pulled open my door and this high little 5-4 man starts fucking wailing on me bro I'm like what the fuck is happening right now we have all my glasses ah he's just fucking punching on me and I'm like bro stop you fuck nigga and we were fucking grabbing his arms and shit fucking throwing him around the fucking backseat of the car like bro he opened the door Right, it just lunges at me, like lunges at me like a damn lion cat, bro, and starts just punching me. I'm like, bro, stop! stop. You're lagging, hella. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my fault. But like, if you can hear me now, ever since that now. day, like we were just cool, bro. Like. <laughs> I was just saying, like, he, like, lunged on, lunged on me and, sh- like, a fucking, like, lion cat. So, like, punching me. 
I'm over here like can't even rehab my glasses and shit. And I'm like, stop it, you fuck nigga, leave me alone, bitch. And th 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 this midget is like in the car, fucking legs out the door, half the bodies out the car, and like everyone's high as shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is happening? Like, bro, I didn't even know what's happening. I'm like, bro, I'm too high for this. Leave me the fuck alone. It wasn't like he was like fighting me. He was being annoying about it, right? Like, 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 a, like, a, like annoying. It was like it wasn't a fade. It was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Leave me alone, with type shit, right? now and ever since that day we we, we we were just besties for real for real so you said y'all was in the band though so what what what, what blunt what type of blunt was y'all smoking you said five grams nigga we um we were on our crackhead shit back then so like i think we um combined like two dutches together mm. and put like five grams in that bitch like grinded up type shit and like we faced that bitch in there that shit was hilarious you said dutches what year was this it's like 2016 yeah, no, this is like 2015, bro. This is way early. Yeah, because Dutchess, yeah. Niggas was smoking Dutchess in like 2015, 2016, 2017. It, it, was, it was like a Dutch or a gangrene for real. One, oh. one of those. One of those. Yeah, the, yeah, the all gangrenes. Yeah, yeah, one of those, bro. Yeah, those. I remember I just smoked the... Uh, it was called what, Garcia Vegas, like the game blunts, the Garcia Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, the fucking man. green pack, right? I think so, yeah. Burn slow as hell. Oof. So yeah, but yeah, that's how I met Vice. L little fun story. So how did the song DBZ with you and Vice come about? Oh my Adderall. <laughs> Adderall in boredom, bruh. I think after autism, that was our first song that like really like you know treaded waters really fucking good. Mm -hmm. So, um. We um got the beat from Snatic and Matthias. They 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 collabed on the beat. I had the idea to like use the um Ultra Instinct like like um sample. I thought it'd be cool and I fucking like on a, a screamo song. So I fucking run it. I I told Snatic about that idea, and then he got he then he got Matthias to um do the drums or some shit like that. And I think off of Adderall, me and Vibe sat in like my basement for like shit, bro. Maybe like. I want to say like almost full six hours, six to eight hours type shit. And we like recorded in like the first four. And then we were like bouncing back ideas like to like do with the beat and all that shit. Like that beat's wicked because like we like panned, like we were such in like the Adderall trance. We like panned 808s left and right. We were that fucking bored. So like the 808s like bounce off between your fucking ears and all that weird shit. We were just in that bitch cooking. And then boom, that fucking song came to fruition, bro. Like, Jesus. So, what's like your favorite song you've made with Love Life? Right now, fucking. Uh, um, probably some shit, shit that's not out, but mm. I won't be, I, I won't be a fucking gatekeeper ass nigga. Probably our, like, our, probably our recent song. I'm not gonna lie to you. Fucking, um, I feel like fuck is it called um fucking ride or die is underestimated as fuck ride or die or fucking um bone saw with sesh bond those two are like a good paper for me i i just love my fucking verse and ride or die for real for us a good ass song mm -hmm. there's another song let me see i'm trying to find the fucking name i don't know if it's is it called hit with you and vife oh yeah hit with fucking um voodoo on it too so <clears throat> What was the process like making that song? 
Bro, punching God for fucking um that song. Literal punching God. I think I made that verse in under five minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, that was gonna be my vocal warm up before I made one three one two. Or I I made that open. So I did that as a warm up just to make fucking Rehab happy because Rehab was like what was the uh, main person who like wanted that song to like be made type shit. So I made it for Rehab so he could get off my fucking dick. And then boom, I fucking gave him that freestyle and it was just better than I fucking expected once it got mixed and all that shit. And just, a little cool song. A little cool song. So I know what asked Vife this on his interview. He kind of spoke up on it uh, a bit. From your perspective, how did um the music video for Don't Play come about? I think he said that music video got like a it was like a it got a singles deal or something like that. Yeah, so we got a so we so we got a singles a singles deal. I can't fucking talk. We got a singles deal from this one like um independent company. They threw us a bag to like make that shit, and we're like, yeah, fuck it, cool studio room, fast car, guns lights <laughs> and just 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 fucking we're just just for niggas about it we're like all right fuck it here, here this shit go you feel me it, it was a fun fucking time not gonna lie like having a fucking um a little like a little like label backing bro was cool as fuck like you know mm -hmm. have a budget for shit for real that shit was fun yeah i was gonna say did you did you enjoy like how the video came out or eh in my opinion, I would have like had it edited differently, but I didn't have control of the editor type shit. They did like mm -hmm. they fucking picked the editor for all the clips and all that shit. But the nigga recorded it. Polo was lit as fuck, so I fuck with um Polo videos for real. He's cool, but just the editing, I would have like made it like a bit more dramatic shit like that. Also, the fucking color grading pissed me off. Like the color grading <laughs> makes my lips look so goddamn red in that video. <laughs> pissed me off to this day. Oh man. Yeah. Other than that, it's fine. I mean, I thought the music video was pretty fucking cool. So you said that you you liked like having like a budget and shit like that. Is there anything else that you liked about having like a label backing you at that point? No. No, it was just a budget thing. <laughs> no. It's just the money thing, bro. Cause having to like answer to niggas and like do what niggas want you to do, it's it 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 it, it doesn't feel like i'm having fun no more it feels like i'm doing a job at that point like once i have a fucking budget and like a lit like a label being like do this do that i'm like mm -hmm. my nigga just let me rock bro i'm doing my thing right now so would you sign to a label like in the future or not no no um yeah i would I, i'm doing a dickhead i i probably would <laughs> just because i just because I, I i like fucking money but it would it, it couldn't be some like crazy like ten year thing because like Man. music, yeah like music is is the only thing like I I, I want to like do in life. You feel me? So like I'd be like, I'll give them like you know three, three years, five years, but like once you pass that, it's like uh, I don't know, gang. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> so what if they said, all right, Sir Quank, we gonna give you you know yes. what I'm saying. 10 no 15 mil for not 10 let's say eight years would you accept it nigga off the rip yes that's a lot of bro bro i would take that oh wait 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 <laughs> because i'm confident in my ability to make music right mm -hmm. but 15 mil could you imagine the stress of having to recoup Man. 15 million dollars in eight years 
in eight years. Like, niggas don't think about, like, that part of, like, the music industry, right? Like, yeah, the label deal is, like, all cool and interesting and all of that shit. But people don't know that that 500K they give you, you owe that shit back. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you can't pay that back, you in debt now. Yeah, that shit, I mean, that's a scary situation to be put in. Like, imagine, like, you you sign, you know, 15 mil, eight years, and you're on your seventh year, and you barely got, like, two mil recouped. Yeah, that's a scary-ass that, situation. Horrible. Oh, man. Because now you're, you're finna go to court, be fucking what? You said you only you, you made two mil so far? Man. to be fucking $13 million for fucking drain, bro? Like, like money you don't fucking have? Yeah. Yeah. And depending yeah. on like the, you know, also I, I feel like some it. labels Yeah, I feel like some labels give certain people more money on purpose. So like they know that that that, that they can like extend their deals, like you know, push them to like, you know, slavery mm. and keep them for longer. That makes sense. Because it's like, hey dumbass, I'm gonna give you three million dollars and right now you currently have, huh, two thousand monthly listeners? Yeah, come here. Take this money. <laughs> Take this money. You're gonna work for me for life. Yeah, I mean, and depending on like the contract and like, not to get too like, you no, know, I guess conspiratorial, but like you know, depending on you know, if it's like a, uh, how do I word this? A, uh, I guess a life insurance type policy on you, type yeah. shit. So, just something to think about. Mm. All I know is if I side, I'm going to need all my royalties going to my mom after I die. I don't want no fucking white man, man. benefiting off my death. Man, I don't want nobody other than my family. I don't give a fuck what they look like. Man, but you are right, though. The majority of, you know, executives and shit, you know, sadly, for some reason, are yeah. Caucasian males. Not to be too racy in here. Sorry, it's just, just the way it is. So I want to know, how did you come apart being a part of uh, NLM? Um, really? Um, I was making music by myself before them. Mm -hmm. Not like before them, but like alongside with them. Or like, cause like NLM started with Vyth and this, um, <laughs> Nathan. So, fucking, or Lucy. So, Vyth and Lucy made up the name nlm i think vife made up the name and lucy was like the first official member of it to be real and then um that's where i came in and then it was more of a trio so once i joined nlm because like you know i was always friends with vife he introduced me to lucy we all clicked we were, we were all homies chilling doing cool shit and making music together so we clicked up like that and then it just grew from there for real so what made you initially want to join nlm um, I didn't want to. I was just offered, and I was like, "Huh, this seems cool." And it just happened, bro. Like, hell no. Like, but if you didn't want to, you would never join the type shit. Nah, cause like I was making music. He was like, "Do you do you want to like rap with us?" Right? Mm -hmm. Cause like that, like that was before like NLM was like a group, like official group thing, right? Mm -hmm. Cause like before then, NLM was like like an idea. Then as all three of us were, like you know rapping, like making music and shit, it kind of just formed. And that was just a part of it. So I I, <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I was just here, nigga. I was just here. <laughs> I'm going to know, what was like, because I was listening to a lot of your music, dog. Like, not all of it, 
Oh, uh, God forbid your ears. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I want to know, for you. how did your album Rot come about? And what was like the message you were trying to portray with that? Bro, Rot's not even fucking finished. Um, there's Is like not? three more fucking... No, Rot's not finished or mixed. There's like three more fucking songs I wanted to do for that. But oh, wow. the um, it, it, it was getting too generic, so... I posted about like, hey, do y'all want this? Like, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not gonna promote it. I'm not, I'm not gonna mix it. But if y'all want it here, and I kind of just like put it out because the songs were like still kind of fine, but mm -hmm. I didn't. I pretty much wanted to go into a different direction with like my sound. So I, I just put Rod out there. I'm like, here, take it. I, I, I'm not throwing it away. Y'all can have it. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it here to like you know build up a fucking catalog for this um new SoundCloud page, and I just fucking dropped it and I'm like yep there you go have fun with it, and then the new direction shit like fucking um well sigil sex on on that that song was private for like a long time that's why it has like no fucking plays on it, mm -hmm. but sigil sex was like the direction I wanted to go into, that happened, and I was like the rest didn't come out the way I wanted it to but it was so just like music so I was like here. And then BMO came along, so I was like, "That's the direction I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, you know, try and mm. like pursue right now." So, was there like a a message you were trying to portray with that album? Something you were trying to get across? Um, self reflection in a sense, and why it's so random, and also like a lot to do with like energy is why the whole song is called "Fucking Essential Sex" mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that song with Dad just made about me, um, um, um. <laughs> man um manifesting someone back into my life okay yeah yeah so shit like that it, it it was meant to be a whole lot deeper and edgy than like what it is so like the first two songs did that then like the last two were just like eh whatever so i scrapped the idea of that and you know just put it out there and i didn't really care about it i want to know how did you land on like the the album cover of like the unicorn with like a tattoo of a gun <laughs> on the ass cheek, bro. I'm a brony, bro. What are you talking about, bro? That's fucking my little pony gang, bro. Like I fucking um I, I fucking told one of my fucking um besties, Ryan, to um she she she, she okay. So actually, she I, I was talking to her on Facetime I think one day, mm -hmm. and she was showing me her coloring book. Okay, pause because. Me saying she had a coloring book, she sounds really fucking Yeah, young. it sounded crazy. But, but, hang on. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but she, she 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 she's everyone listening, she's twenty three. She's older than me. Okay. She's a grown woman. She was messing around with like her coloring book for a dumbass. And I was like, Oh my god, Ryan, the crayons and shit look so cool. You should you should draw me as a My Little Pony character with dreads and a Glock box as a joke. <laughs> and she did it. And she did it and it was fine. So I'm like, Yep, I'm using this as a fucking cover art for something. That's just fire. That's just fire. I'll be having random ideas at the randomest times, bruh. So back to like Sigil Six. How did how did Triple Six come about being on that song? What made you choose him? Um, Triple Six is really like my go to for like dark shit. Like mm -hmm. he makes like the best dark beats in Underground. Like like there's no contest. Like his like spooky like um like melodies and shit like that. And his like dark Ed Oasis go amazing like like that like creepy like voice you feel me mm -hmm. so for a song like that I was I was like a no brainer like go to like go, go to him for some shit like that okay and you kind of spoke up on it a little bit the next question it says uh are you into sigils at all or the use of magic and you said you used it to 
manifest somebody back into your life? Is it possible if you could go more to depth about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 big thing with sigils and energy mm-hmm. is as much as y'all want to like clown that and call me a fucking crystal bitch and all of that shit, mm-hmm. I believe heavily in like the use of energy and like dark magic in like certain aspects in life. But to like enlighten people and like you know give knowledge and some shit like that i won't speak on that because that's like not a good practice like you know people who aren't searching for that to like you know start hearing about shit like that mm. but privately I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that shit but like not for interviews okay. like that it was i mean like the gist of that song was like you know it's just like i'm burning sigils like i'm burning sigils with your name on it was to like because like at the time the person i was talking to they didn't like want me no more, right? And I was like, "LOL, bitch, I'm finna burn sigils with your fucking name on it. You're 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 gonna want me one way or a fucking other. You feel me? It was it was some shit like that. So that's where like that song came about. It was really like you know dark, fucking edgy, and some bad shit going on. I mean, I'm. I don't know how to put it. I um, I'm like big into energy as well, and it's mm-hmm. crazy that you said like uh oh you don't want to. You don't want to talk about it because you don't want somebody who's not looking for that to stumble upon that type yeah. sense. And then this book, bro, I'm, I'm reading this book. Uh, it's by this uh, philosopher named Manly P. Hall. It's called The Secret Teachings of All Ages, where it's just like, it teaches you about literally everything, every single religion. It teaches you about just rocks, crystals, plants, symbolism, it teaches you about everything. And one of the things was uh, that he said, uh, he said basically certain knowledge and this guy, I think he was a, he was pretty sure he was like a Freemason, uh, but he was saying certain knowledge is hidden behind, you know, secret societies and it's hidden to, I guess, protect it, I guess. And, uh, you know what? I shouldn't even be talking about, talking about that. There is, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, for like books of like what got me interested in like sigils and energy and all of that shit was really, I wanted to, um, I'm not on this right now, so, like, I'm not, like, a big, like, advocate of, like, going, like, you know, look for certain information, mm. but I wanted to start reading the, um, Lesser Key of Solomon and get into more of, like, summonings mm. and all of that shit, and using spirits and all of that shit for my benefits, and, like, you know, making certain, like, deals, but then, like, you get into, like, deep into, like, black magic, and, like, people be like, oh my god, you're selling your soul, but it's like, bro, that's not what that is at all, at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little, a little, a little, a little lore, a little magic lore, or some shit like that. Yeah, I haven't gotten too deep into that. I just, I, I like, I just like to read. I like to, you know, I believe in manifestation and shit like that. But uh, I'm surprised you um didn't talk to but to um Vyth about that because he's a better conversation about that than I am. He's he's a lot more like enlightened on like shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm see, I'm we're not gonna. You know, talk about this during the thing. I'm probably after. I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend you some shit, some books that I know of and shit sure. like that. Uh, I guess one thing I can say. Basically, he was saying how there's certain knowledge that is kept secret, and he doesn't want, or not him, but certain people do not want the quote unquote profane to stumble upon that information. You know, uh, profane mm-hmm. meaning the vulgar type of people like yeah. me and you. That's how they, you know, view us. But uh, I'm not gonna get too deep into that. That's some get you put on a blacklist type shit but so i kind of want to ask you uh not to get too trippy but what do you think is like the 
meaning of life from like a spiritual perspective? Like, what do you, why do you think we're here? Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I'm a big like believer in like reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't think that we're here for no reason. I think that more or less the basic and dumb being of like a human is more or less a training ground for like what's next. And I think that certain people do get stuck in the process of being a human over and over and over again before they can like move on to that next plane of existence because they, you know, can't take in certain lessons that are like, you know, put right in front of them. But I think the point of life is to really like, you know, gain experiences, gain knowledge and to grow as an entity, you know, learn to, you know, be less self-centered, learn to destroy your ego and like, you know, be a good person so you can have that good energy around you and help others around you as well. And that helps in, like, the um, reincarnation belief where, like, once you can, like, you know, master the elements of, like, you know, what the ideal person should be, in a sense, and you have, like, you know, everything, like, you're you're good, you help others, you have good karma around you, mm-hmm. is when you can finally stop being a human and move on to, like, you know, a greater entity, a greater form. But I, I don't know, because, like, I, I feel like that could be, like, a, a key in it, but, like... Also, it could be fucking random. Like I, like, I could die and, like, wake up as a fucking goat. Who knows? But, like, Amen. this is how shit goes. So, if anything, I, I think we're here for, like, no fucking reason sometimes. So, I'm just like, damn, science came along. A fucking consciousness got born somehow. And now I'm a human with the laptop. It's just, it's just pretty cool. I'm a human with the laptop. <laughs> Bruh. I'm a human eating Wendy's now, huh? Um, shut the fuck up about the <laughs> Wendy's, bro. Like... After this, bro, after this, I'm going straight to Wendy's and getting a four for four, bro. Just, Disgusting. Fight you, bro. So, you said you kind of believe in reincarnation a little bit. Or not a little bit, but you believe in reincarnation in a sense. So, what do you think happens, like, when we die? What, what would you like to think happens when we die? Um, poof, poof, poof. Think of it as, like, a prestige system, right? It's, like, the way I, I like to see it is I don't think that, like, death is the end for a human mm-hmm. because you have consciousness and energy can't be erased or created type shit, right? So that soul, that consciousness has to go somewhere. And I feel like you can either move on to, like, some a, a bigger plane that's, like, greater than you are and become an entity as, like, a whole, as one of something bigger. That's what I, I'd like to believe in. Like, you can, like, move on. And like you move on to the um next type the the next step of being, you know, energy, and you go somewhere. But eh, it's like wishy washy for me. Sometimes I think niggas just die and like you like live in a fucking dream state. That's like an illusion or some shit. That's Man. like happened to you or haven't or held you or some shit. But there's like a big study on that with like um DMT is mm-hmm. a um chemical like DMT is found naturally in your brain when like you die type shit right. And, like, DMT can, like, make you have dreams that, like, last 30 seconds that, like, feel like entities in, like, years. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, who's not to say the illusion of fucking death is just a fucking chemical in your brain perceiving you or giving you the idea of, an, of another life. But, like, you're just tripping out and dying type shit. But that feels like fucking, you know, forever for you. Who knows? That'd be trippy. Yeah. Who's to say, like, all of us aren't dead and we're always in a fucking trippy mind state right now? Off some fucking DMT chemical in our fucking brain right now, and this is off in a fizzle away eventually. I think kind of like 
I'm getting a lot of shit like that. I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm just rambling. My <laughs> dumbass. Very good. I think the some. Of the, I think the scariest part about that is like, we don't know. Like we would like to think that we know. Like I would like to think what you what you just said. You know, is is real. Like you know, we die because I believe in afterlife. I believe in you know, this isn't it. Like this isn't the last stage. Like you just keep on fucking yeah. going. But are you? I say that to ask: Are you afraid of death in a sense? Like not knowing truly what happens after. I'm not afraid of death. I'm just I'm kind of afraid to let go of certain things. If that makes sense. Like Ooh. if I died, I can't control that. But I just know there's certain aspects of life that I would miss if I was dead. Yeah. That 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 came out a bit way too fucking emo roses and chains. But like, I feel like that can make sense for like most people. No, it does because the book that I'm reading is it says. Uh, Damn, back in the day, there were some druids who they believed, like, uh, certain people who they couldn't let go of, like, physical things that they had down here, mm -hmm. they'll be tormented, basically. Like, not tormented in the sense of hell, but tormented in, well, kind of, like, in a sense of, like, damn, I wish I had that. Like, they longed for what they missed type shit. And they just go on throughout a state of, like, longing for what they had in the physical form. That book, I'm gonna I'm mm. send you that, but it's a really good book. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna start fucking reading. I fucking work when I'm bored and shit. But we talking about some fucking trippy ass shit. Let's, uh, <laughs> so, let's see. Oh, yeah, I know one of the songs, bro, on that album, Rot, is called Pack-A-Punch. Were you big into, like, zombies at all? Call of Duty zombies? Yeah, yeah. the fucking Black Ops 2 zombies, bro. I love that shit. Like, being broke, having no fucking Wi-Fi, bro, and then having fucking Black Ops 2. Oh, all you can do is fucking play zombies and fucking find Easter eggs and shit like that. Man. It has to be really just killing the bots, man. Like, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. So how'd you get into, like, gaming? Shit. Honestly, like, the fucking YouTube, like, recommended page. Like, mm. niggas, like, over here watching fucking Captain Sparkles and Syndicate and shit like that. So it's just, like, that came with it. Fucking T. Martin, FaZe, Jev, the whole Call of Duty scene. Then from there... I was like big into like competitive gaming for like you know I like watch Optic and all of that shit. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I found CS:GO. And then once I found CS:GO and like I stopped playing Xbox and I got more woke to like you know PC shit. Mm -hmm. Oh brother, it was just fucking over from that point because I got embraced into fucking Counter Strike. Like I've been playing CS since I was fucking twelve. And then that shit rolled over to fucking League of Legends, like, this whole, like, esports and, like, you know, sweaty games like that, that, like, I, like, <laughs> fell in love with. So, Quank, I literally have six questions left for you, man. I know we're kind of... Right. This is a long-ass right. interview. I have six more <laughs> questions before I get into my uh, last segment of the podcast. Uh, I know you You had just recently did a show. You and NLM just did a show yeah. for uh, Death Proof. How did, did you enjoy that? How did you like that? That show was fucking lit. Dirty Butt's a nice person. Like, I fuck with Dirty Butt's energy. Cool. Maserat was fire as fuck. He gave me some, like, good words of, like, inspiration and all of that shit. The whole little, like, extreme trap movement, I fuck with it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, I fuck with, like, what they're doing for the um, scene right now. Because, like, not much people are, like, uplifting and, like, you know, want to, like, put niggas on to shit. But they're, like, you know, making, like making shit shake for the um like scream rap genre right now yeah. especially the fucking dirty butt right now he's doing a lot of crazy shit well you're right it is extreme trap it's not 
death proof but dirty is a part of death proof but it was for extreme trap you are right yeah it, it, it's for extreme trap not death proof but but like the thing is like a lot of death proof niggas are a part of extreme trap so yeah. it goes hand in hand you feel me mm-hmm. how often do you do shows bro every like four three months it just happens randomly like niggas just hit me up or hit or hit fucking bite up they're like yo come out here we're like all right bet and we're fucking there just screaming at niggas <laughs> screaming at niggas so what was your first show do you remember in ATL at some of uh, at like this like private skate park they they threw like an underground show it happened in like 20 2020 2019 around that time and that was that that was the first time me and Taj performed together like ever in front of people uh, that I mean that shit was funny I was off um <laughs> oh god <laughs> nah that, bro that, that that whole day was a fucking uh like a, a fucking experience like fucking we were like you know all hype as fuck like the like the og nlm members like fucking the broken theme kill me and taj and like those those are niggas you you won't even fucking find dirt about those niggas don't exist no more but like that shit was just a fun day everyone was like you know smoking up and the whole whip with the um woes with us we 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 had like the one group eater who was like on the team hey, yo. and then bro i don't like bro th- there was so much shit going on that day bro apparently like the the, the eater fucking sucked up killing the bathroom and he, he came out bro she like bro her head game was crazy she had my knees shaking and like <laughs> it, it, it was a funny day i was off like half a fucking perk 30 because my friend um canine g- gave me one he gave me the fucking perk 30 gave me two actually i popped half gave the um other half to someone i'm not gonna call them out but mm-hmm. i gave them half and then it's funny because it was a skate park right like a private like backyard skate park type shit so like i lost the other entire perk and at the time it was a big meme of like have you seen my perk 30 has anyone seen my perk 30 and i was dead Going around that bitch, pushing niggas, moving niggas aside. I have my flashlight on on the ground. I'm like, bro, where the fuck is my perk? <laughs> no, because they're, bro, they're expensive, bro. They're I'm looking for the blue M30. I'm looking for the blue M30. Has anyone seen it, bro? Has anyone seen my perk? Damn. Like it fell out my pocket, and I was I, like, that, that that ruined my entire day. Like it fell out my pocket, and then I lost my perk. And then I, someone had to take it, bro, or or got stomped and turned into fucking perk particles. I don't know what the fuck happened that man, day. Man, somebody but... seen you dropped it and put that shit in their pocket and walked <laughs> off, man. <laughs> my first show, I lost my perk, and that should have been a sign to never to never do a show again. <laughs> now you got to make a song called "I Lost My Perk," man. Lost my perk. <laughs> I'm gonna have it over like some like country guitar. Some <laughs> I lost my perk. Say some fucking cringe shit. Bro, I kind of want to know, like, when, you know what I'm saying, when you about to release another single, man, when, when's it coming up? Shit, I'm actually working on a fucking project right now, but okay. I'm in, like, the dot collecting stages of a fucking project right now to do more of, like, self-reflection and more, like, emotional shit. So, I'm really trying to, like, combine, like, trap metal and, like, some, like, emo rap shit for real, for real, if that makes sense. Just, like, a bunch of, like, distortion-ass beats, and then, instead of, like the usual of like ah rob kill niggas i kind of want to get more like in depth about how i feel about certain shit and like depression on like songs and like try and like mix that vibe with my normal sound just change the context of the lyrics a lot Uh, that's like so like i've been like experimenting a lot like you know how to flow with like shit like that like you know what to say 
I'm just like in that process right now. But I but I do plan to like drop a whole little like project. In this a whole self reflection piece. Okay. Oh, so yeah. this whole project is gonna be somewhat emotional, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's interesting because you were just saying like how you know you really don't like to open yourself up too much in terms of like being on social media, but you feel comfortable doing it in your music though. Yeah, yeah, completely. Because, like, I feel like music is more of a deeper look into me. So I can, like, you know, not have a fucking normies see me on Instagram, but I can have, like, you know, people hear what the fuck I have to say for real. Because, I mean, like, I've been making music for a long time, and it got boring just doing, like, you know, the rinse and repeat shit that everyone does. So I kind of want to switch it up a bit. And, like, you got, like, a hint of that with Bemo, but I'm trying to, like, put out more of that. Okay. So, hmm. I don't know if you know, but so the project after this, what do you think that vibe is going to be like? Do you know yet? Or I'll probably go back to being lit again or because we um, me and Taj and the whole fucking collective are still working on a um, hell, uh, fucking hellcore album. Yeah. And that's going to be a fucking a whole NLM collective album, like everyone on it and like a whole bunch of like different collab songs. That's been in the works for fucking forever, but niggas cannot all get in one fucking room and put their heads together to fucking make that shit. <laughs> niggas are struggling. <laughs> And people want that shit to come out bad as fuck. And they're like, bro, when is Hellcore dropping? When is Hellcore dropping? Nigga, just wait, bro. Like, be patient, bro. Like, come on, bro. Bro, I seen y'all just dropped, uh, y'all did like, a, uh, the merch shit. Y'all just dropped y'all merch. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. We, we, we all just dropped clothes. Hey, shame free plug. NLMX3.com. Go shop. Go support yeah. my homies. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get ripped out. Bro, that uh, that hoodie, that purple one, that shit was so fire, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god, I seen. That, I said, "What the fuck?" That shit was gas. Oh man, bro. I can like show you some of like the um rough like drafts, like the um drawings and all of that shit for some of the um concepts of the um art on those hoodies. So fucking fire. I don't like do much with like the um drawing side of um mm-hmm. the clothes and all of that shit. Taj designs them. But I'll, like, help make them and, like, screen print them and all of that shit with everyone. That shit's so fucking fun to, like, you know, actually make clothes and, like, that whole process of, like, creating something. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's also kind of interesting to see, like, how the NLM brand, aside from, like, music-wise, has grown to, like, clothing as well. Yeah. And it's not just, like, music. Because, like, bro, I did have fans, like, or I have, like, new followers nowadays who don't even know I make music. They're like, bro, your clothes are so hard. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah I, w- I, w- I would like to see NLM transfer more into like the like vlogging too start like vlogging like do like bro, studio I sessions cancelled you know? so fast bro <laughs> bruh <laughs> I would get cancelled so fucking fast like an NLM vlog bro do you know the like the amount of like federal shit that would better be like blurred out and cut for that fucking vlog dog <laughs> bruh can only imagine with you clink can only imagine. <laughs> I think that'd be gas. That'd be fire. Like NLM going to Six Flags or NLM going to Disneyland or NLM going to the zoo or I don't know. I always, I always, I always, yeah, I always plan to like film our shows and like we have like hella like vlog footage of like shows and like behind the scenes shit. Mm-hmm. It's just niggas don't feel like editing it. You feel me? So in terms of editing, what what type of editing are you guys looking for? Like, are you looking for like flashy, like adding funny edits or just like cutting it up? Like, what are you looking for? Not, yeah, so, like, flashy, like, I don't care for, like, intros and all that. It's like a fucking vlog, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But for, like, editing, I want someone who could, like, you know, like, piece together, like, a storyline and, like, you know, make it all, like, one idea as a whole. 
And mm-hmm. so, like, just pretty much take all the random conjunction of clips and, like, not have it all fumbled and be messy and shit. And, like, okay. clean up audio and shit like that. It's like a little, you know, good quality little vlog content, like, behind the scenes you show and all that stuff. Because we, like, film with, like, night vision cameras before, like, at, at our shows, like, the whole, like, fucking hotel fucking joking around that process and all that shit. There's a bunch of fucking content that, like, niggas will, like, never fucking see because we just lose it or we just fucking forget about it. Mm-hmm. So would you, in terms of editing, would you like for somebody to, like, add their humor into it by adding, like, funny edits? Or, like, are, are you guys looking for that or, or just, like, I mean, regular? for an editor like that, it really depends on, like, the context of, like, the video. If it's, like, a hee-hee-ha-ha video, I wouldn't care if someone, like, put their own twist into something like that. Yeah. But if it's more of, like, a idea-based and, like, it's, like, a vlog or, like, a um, promo video for, like, clothes or some shit, then I, I, I'd want to be, like, done, like, more, like, professional. You feel me? Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? Shit. It depends if, like, there's, like, multiple routes I could take because, like, music is, like, one path for me, but I'm not soul, like, I'm not soul-centered on just being a, like, content creator for fucking life. I have other shit I want. I do buy, like, a very head honcho, like, underground figure, if not, like, underground slash reaching into, like, mainstream figure there if I'm, like, my fucking 20. Shit lagged hell I, I just heard. You say you want to be, like, a, a main oh, figure God. in the underground. Yeah, so pretty much in, like, five years, I try to be, like, a head honcho underground figure. Someone who's, like, well-established, has already, like, you know, made their impact in the scene and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Got my bread, and I'm gonna, like, move the fuck on. Because I don't want to be, like, a rapper for, like, fucking life. Like, I, could, I can imagine being, like, fucking 40 years old or some shit. <laughs> and they're like, yo, bro, spit a verse for us. I'm like, dog. <laughs> my back hurt <laughs> man so you think it's safe to say like you would like to be like maybe a little above like a little darkier nascar aloe level like a little above that or be comfortable with like where like peak darky was you feel me mm-hmm. so like peak darky he was like you know he was popping he could sell out shows but he wasn't like something like fucking x was you feel me he was like mm-hmm. a comfortable like i feel like that peak darky slash like where's the lakamis right now i'd be comfortable right fucking there okay I'd, i i i couldn't see myself like breaching mainstream like some like a little dark shit or some shit like that that's that's kind of cringe but where i have like a good core fan base and they can support me financially through like you know shows merch and streams and all of that then i'll be fucking satisfied i i like I'm not that much of an overachiever for things like that. So as long as I'm like stable and I'm like, I'm content with what I have, I'll be perfectly fucking fine. Okay. Well, where do you see the underground scene in five years? Dead. Come on, dog. (laughs) But like, with like the way that current events are happening, none of the, um, like bigger creators in underground care no more like no one gives a fuck to like you know push people up and like inspire like new creativity everyone is always gatekeeping with like sauce and like you know how to promote yourself so unless people stop touching kids stop talking to kids on the internet and fucking niggas start like putting people on and like you know actually helping like you know elevate each other and stop being such like you know a crab is in a bucket type shit this shit will probably like fizzle out and like reform itself eventually like, that's the rate where I see it right now. Like, no one cares, like, you know, 
get together and do something no more. It's just like niggas are always doing the same shit. There's always the next fucking big allegation going on. And it's like only time I've seen like people get together anymore is like when someone gets fucking outed on some like witch hunt shit. It's like no one's creative anymore. No one's making new ideas. Only only collective other than like us who's like, you know, still trying to like, you know, put on for niggas and like, you know, do shit for niggas. Probably like Death Proof or like Extreme Trap, like I said. They're like the one people or the one group of niggas who are still on that shit. And they'll help niggas and like, you know, provide shit and make leverage for other people. But other than that, people just are not caring. They're just like so self-centered and like selfish as fuck. How do you think like we change that as a community? Change that as a community? Stop fucking only focusing on witch hunting artists for their fucking allegations. Stop caring only about people's fucking bad side. And then stop giving attention to people who only do bad fucking shit. Like, I feel like unless you're like in some drama or like you're you, you, you just got outed for some fucking fuck shit. No one cares to, like, you know, make noise for you, bro. That's, like, the only one time when, like, someone will be, like, relevant right now. Other than that, no one's, like, you know, making that much noise. So that shit, all, all, all that witch hunt shit needs to fucking change ASAP. The whole little cancel culture bubble, bro, that shit needs to be popped and fucking moved on, bro. Because that shit doesn't do shit, but delay people's blow-ups, delay people's fucking career. It, it's not good for anyone. Like, I get victims and all of that. People need to know their fucking justice and all that. But if y'all only care to, you know, come together and do some shit once someone gets fucking outed, and then once that drama dies down, everyone disappears, what's, what's the fucking point of, like, mm-hmm. being a community, you feel me? I see what you're saying. You're basically saying there needs to be uh, care and passion for both when there ain't yeah. drama happening and when there's drama happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody does some fuck shit, hold them accountable, but also... There's people doing good in the community, you know what I'm saying? Show them love, you know what I'm saying? Basically, exactly. I see you. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, it's like no one, like no one cares unless it's some drama, and then once the drama's gone, everyone's gone with that shit as well, and they all come back once there's fucking drama again. It's like, bro, y'all are just here for negative shit. It doesn't do anyone good. Yeah, crazy. Because the next question is, what's one thing you change about the underground scene? That right there, the focus on only negative fucking energy, bro. Literally. I mean, I mean, I say this in a lot of my underground interviews. Hopefully, I can, even though I'm, I'm, I'm barely like new to the underground, but hopefully, if I end up getting bigger, I can unify that shit to where more artists come together from different parts of the underground and make music and do shows together and just be genuine people together. Hopefully, I can fucking do that or at least attempt to do that. I think that would be cool. To see just different yeah. people just come together. I don't know. There, there needs to be, like, some new forefront or some new leaders right now put into certain places to, like, you know, make shit good again. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who, like, were in those positions kind of, you know, fell out of it or pff, they talked to kids. Yeah. So they fell out of it. And now everyone's, like, lost and has no, like, guidance or, like, direction of, like, shit to do anymore. And it just makes everything, like, not good. Well, you said you've been in the underground scene for a while. How long would you say it's been like this? Shit, the fucking last three years, bro. Like, literally the first two years were fucking fire. Next year was getting weird. And after that, it was just straight fucking drama. And everyone, like, first two years, fine. Next year, y'all are being weird. After that, last two years, everyone is just like, oh my god, guys, 
Did you know that X, Y, and Z is a pedophile? He has allegations now. Oh my god, oh my god. Did y'all hear that fucking man sent his dick to a fucking 15-year-old? Like, that shit's crazy. And then silence. Mm -hmm. Next month. Oh my god, guys. I can't believe they talked to him. Like, bro, like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, can y'all, like, throw a concert, throw a fucking event, do something? Like, make something creative, do, like, do something cool? Not just talk about this fucking lame shit all fucking day. It's just fucking boring. Mm-hmm. And also for anybody listening, so Clank's words don't get misconstrued. What he's saying is if people do fuck shit, hold them accountable, but also just don't put your energy only into that. Put it also into like doing shit for the community. Like he said, yeah. doing shows, coming together. Like just don't, just don't, just don't bond together over only trauma and all a whole bunch of just bad shit. You know what I'm saying? Come together for yeah. good shit as well. That's all Clank is saying. I wanted to say that and preface that before, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Somebody does some weird like, shit and try to misconstrue what you're saying. Yeah, like, hold niggas accountable. If they do something bad, yeah, you know, they'll get what they deserve. But don't make that the center of the fucking, the, the, the center of the show, you feel me? Because mm -hmm. even from, like, an outside point looking in, bro, recently, if you're, like, an outside viewer of, like, this community, and you see all the shit that, like, you know, gets pushed to the top because of what people focus on, you'd be like... I don't want to get myself into that. I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to those shows. It gives everyone a bad rap, you know. Pushing that to the top and talking about that only, bro, it gives everyone a bad rap. Not just the niggas who do it. The niggas who are, you know, innocent, make music, they get a bad rap because guess what? They're a part of that community of people, so it just brings everyone down in a hole. And plus, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like some people, you know, they know like what the fuck be happening, like. I feel like some people, mm -hmm. they have, like, a homie who they know is doing weird shit. They just don't say anything. But then once the shit comes out, all of a sudden, it's fuck him, and I don't fuck with him anymore, and I never knew. Literally. Even though you fucking knew, but you didn't, you know what I'm saying? You only said something when it was uh, in your favor type shit. Or it, that they're the current breadwinner in the group, so if they're being weird, it's like, oh, fuck, I can't say shit because mm -hmm. they're bringing their fucking streams. So what the fuck am I going to do about it? And I think that's the but biggest then, like, thing right there, what mm -hmm. you just said. Literally. And I hope this isn't me like speaking out of turn or anything like that. I'm new to the underground scene, so but I just, oh, trust I'm just calling me, you're, how it is. You're you're hitting the nail on the fucking head with that one. But um Yes. So for everybody listening, I'm about to get into my thirty three question segment of the interview where I ask the guests thirty three random questions and they have to answer it as quickly and as truthfully as possible. Fuck. Are you, are you ready, Quink? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Bean and cheese burritos, good or bad? Ew, I don't eat beans, bad. Are you inspired by any anime or cartoon characters? Nanachi. So, Sue, there we go, yep. If you can give an estimate, how many people do you love, including friends and family? Six. What's something you fear? God. Do you fear refusal? Yes, I have a big problem with rejection. On a scale of 1 through 10, how do you feel at the moment? Eh, I got some chicken tenders, like I got some mac and cheese, like like, like a solid 7. <laughs> if you could collab with anyone right now, who would you collab with? Ooh, that's it. Ooh, fuck. Oh, Tyler the Creator, off rip. That, that'd be fun as fuck. Would you ever consider a career in acting or modeling? Yes, I'd love to be an actor. Bro, I'm an amazing actor. Are you happy with life currently? No. Grind set forever. 
How often do you play video games? Um, should I pay my Wi-Fi bill, gang? So like, not. <laughs> Wait, how are you talking to me if your Wi-Fi bill ain't paid? Shit, mobile hotspot, gang. You know the vibe. <laughs> Yo. Wait, actually. Yeah. Damn. So, when's the last time you played video games? Like a month ago. Okay. Playing League of Legends. Okay, so this next question, I want you to just answer this with a yes or no. Yeah. Without going into detail, are you ashamed of anything? Yes. How many times a day do you change clothing? Twice? You sounded, you didn't sound uh, too, uh, you know, confident with that answer, Frank. Look, dog, if I'm in the crib just chilling, right? And I and I had the same sweats on as like yesterday. Why am I gonna change them out if I ain't move? I ain't sweat. I ain't get musty. Why am I changing my clothes? But like if I'm coming home from work, yeah, I'm a shower. I'm changing my fit like yeah. dust, like twice, but like once, depending on like the day. You feel me? Okay, okay, valid answer. When's the last time you went to the mall? Damn, I don't like public places. I have anxiety for real. Um, mm. damn, like three months ago. This next question is, do you enjoy long walks on the beach? Actually, I probably don't. I mean, I I know I don't because, uh, like, the beach is just all, like, sandy and hot. I don't know. I, I prefer, like, a trailer or some shit. The beach is too much for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Nah, yeah, 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 I do because I like titties and, and, and I don't stare at titties. So, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck up? <laughs> Would you rather be a whale or a shark? A shark so I can bite off some titties. Oh my god, quank. Quank, quank, quank. Yo, I'd be a pervy ass shark, no cap. And that bitch eating feet all day. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Bro. I'm, I'm gonna get your toes. I'm gonna get your toes. <laughs> if, you could, if, you, if you could give an estimate, how many fights have you gotten in in your entire life? Damn. 50? Damn, really? Yeah, like, I used to be fighting every fucking day. I used to be fucking reckless. Oh. Would you rather be a lab leak or a natural disaster? What do you mean by, like, a lab leak? Like, something that, like, escaped the lab? Okay, so let me get more into detail. Would you rather be a disease that leaks from a lab or a natural disaster? Shit. A disease that leaks from a lab? That way I can be inside your bitch. Bro, are you answering these truthfully, Clank? <laughs> yeah. You have, to, I, I, you have to answer as quickly and as truthfully as possible, Clank. Bro, I would love to be COVID. That way I can be in your bitch throat all day. Come on. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay. How many times a day do you think about you being successful? A lot. That's like my main motivation right now, my goal. So like, I'm set on that. Like every day I go to work, I'm going there. Like the intention of like you know grinding. So like every day. How Same fast can you? Music too. Oh wait. Okay. Okay. How fast can you run? Shit. Most niggas don't know. I'm six four. I have long legs. I'm fast <laughs> as shit. Do you probably like like a, like a cool oh, fifteen miles per hour? I said probably like a cool fifteen miles per hour for real. The fuck? How fast is that? Mm, hold on. Like, 
like a slow car, like, like, <laughs> like a slow car. car. Here. What's so? Hold on, let me let me see. How fast does the average human run? I say like twelve, eleven. Let's see. I'm, I'm, Nigga, that's just say like six miles an hour. Average. <laughs> Ooh, for obese Americans, like what? No way. You said fifteen, huh? Yeah. Says humans who top out at roughly 23 miles per hour may one day be able to reach phenomenal speeds of up to 40 miles per hour. <laughs> so you on your way, dog. I'm gonna be Usain Bolt in this bitch. <laughs> okay. Are you wearing socks? No. Toes out. Do bro, you... today my bro, today my fucking girlfriend, or like my girl, my my girl who's a friend, got her toes. Well, not, never mind. I'm sorry. Continue. No, you can, you can, you can continue. <laughs> Anyways, I fucking I fucking woke up to a text and she said what color, and then I, I responded with a color and then she sent me a um picture of um Tozy Wozy later and I was like oh my god you know you <laughs> he said oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yo this guy this guy's a damn sicko man this guy's a damn freak man Tozy Wozy Wink. yeah bat and belly buttons do you like SoundCloud as an app? Uh, yes, because you can post shit that's not yours there, and niggas like you know can't do shit about it. Yes and no, because you can't make much money off your streams on SoundCloud, but it's still a cool platform. Like you know, put your music on. Mm. So like, I have like a love hate like relationship with like SoundCloud. Okay, it's it's a cool starting place. Other than that, no. Have you ever screamed so hard during a song that it hurt? Um, no, because I'm, like, you know, big into, like, you know, rock and all that shit, like, metalist vocals, and I was taught to scream by, like, my, like, engineer, a little, like, low-key, he's being a band, so okay. he taught me some shit, and if if you're screaming the right way, it, it should never hurt, that's all I'm gonna say, so after you scream in a session, if if your throat hurts, you're doing something wrong. That is fucking scary to think of, fuck, man. Yeah, you're, like, bro, the kids who, like, have those, like screams that like don't sound natural it's because they're not doing it the right way like bro screaming is just like singing it's a muscle and it's trained so mm-hmm. if, if if after like your song like you're done recording if it hurts and like or like you lose your voice you're doing something wrong at times can your mind be scary yeah yeah i got some dark demons i be battling every fucking day i never let it get too quiet that's why like i always have like earbuds in or some shit what makes you happy pussy what type of what type of mic do you use to record um right now my like go-to mic for all my songs has always been a sure sm7b that's what i'm on right now actually (laughs) okay okay where do you go to shop for shoes internet really really you 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 buy your shoes on internet I mean, yeah, I know my size. I'm like a, I'm just like a size US twelve. So like, it's internet. That doesn't bother you now, like being able to like, like try them on before you buy them. Nah, if I like how it looks, I mean, I don't care how it feels. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Do you get a good night's sleep? Yeah, I I prioritize sleep a lot. So hell yeah. What time do you usually go to bed? Three in the morning. You just said you prioritize sleep. But 
my schedule was a bit different. I I I I work the night shift, so like I get home at like one. You feel me? So that, that that's why. Okay, and you go to bed at three. Yeah, and then I wake up at like twelve thirty. Okay. So I, I I get hella sleep. Okay. The next question was why, but you say because you get off work late. Yeah. Okay. Now this next question, you're probably gonna like this. This next question: Are you sexually active? Is the next question. Oh, honestly, no. <laughs> Who am I fucking lied to? Hell yeah, duh, nigga. Like what? Something's wrong with this guy, man. I do want to be celibate for a bit, though. I'm trying. You should. It's I'm... just the demons be the de- the demons be fucking crawling at my fucking head and shit. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. This is. Do you like the feeling of pain? Um, recently I've been over to get over like I can deal with like physical pain. Now mental pain, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah, I mean like physical pain. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care for it. It's just it, like pain is illusion. Bro, that's my favorite TikTok. It's like this one like British kid who's like pain is an illusion. It's all in your head, mate. And then he fucking punches a brick wall and it crumbles. I'm like, holy shit. Bro. <laughs> that's that's the real shit, but pain's cool. How many times a day do you spend on social media? Uh, does like YouTube count? Mm-hmm. I'd say YouTube counts. But that's not like I'm not. Ta- I'm just watching videos. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like talking to niggas. Mm-hmm. Shit. If YouTube counts, probably like six. Okay. For the very without least... YouTube, without I mean, my my bad. Without YouTube, maybe like two and a, two and a half. Okay. For the very last question, Quink. Who is the most unhinged NLM member? 666 Rehub. Yeah, he's next on the list. I got to <laughs> next. Uh, for everybody listening, did you enjoy that 33 question segment? Did you enjoy that? I mean, no, I'm a bit weird. idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm like scatterbrained, right? So that was like natural for me. That's just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the thing, the reason why I added that, because again, I'm big into psychology and I feel like the craziest, weirdest questions can tell a lot about somebody if they're, you know, telling the truth and being, you know, truthful quank. But, you know, what 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 did my answers give you, Mr. Psychology, ma'am? Want me to be truthful? Yeah. Uh, I could tell some of them were truthful, but then it felt like which, some. I, which I, ones which ones did you think that were not truthful? I'll, I'll I'll give you a better idea of like a realistic answer then. No, no, I don't want to do that because that's going to ruin the experience of the 33 <laughs> questions. But what I will say is some I do feel like they were truthful and then others it seemed like uh, you try to hide how you feel with laughter. I laugh the pain away a lot. It's, 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 it's a defense mechanism. I'm very a lot of happy to pick that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I, I'd say like... It's kind of, wait, what? Yo, this guy has said, yo, throughout us filming this, he has, it's probably gonna be some shit I edit out. He has said the most unhinged shit I ever heard a human say in my life. Better make you work for this. Oh, yeah. Nigga. Oh, my God, bro. So, for everybody listening, that was a 33 question segment. Uh, this is the interview, the Quank interview. Um, Super, super dope. What Super. if I told y'all I was a skinhead and I'm actually a um, racist on the inside? Yeah, hello? Are you still there? Yo, so for, so for everybody listening, this was the Quank interview. 
My uh, dark mind died right now. Shut up, Quake. I don't like black people. <laughs> For everybody listening, this is a Quake interview. Super, super dope interview. I'm really excited to put this one out. I think that this is going to be... I don't know, it's going to be cool. Like, you know, Vice told me to interview Quank. Perry told me to interview Quank. So now that I actually interviewed him, I had a really good conversation with him. This didn't even really feel like an interview. It just felt like I was just talking, just shits and giggles, just laughing with the homie. So this is really fucking cool. It was a cool vibe. Yo, I have a question for you, right? Uh-huh. So, like, sorry for interrupting you, right? But, like, put this in there, right? My thing is, right, how do people, like, you know, not believe that, like, a unicorn can exist? which is just like a fucking a horse with a horn or like a dragon can't exist, which is like a lizard with, with, with like wings. Like how come that can't exist, but y'all can fully understand and concept the idea of a fucking giraffe. Like I've been thinking about that a lot. Like a unicorn in my head and a dragon makes a lot more sense than a fucking giraffe, bro. Like a zebra with, with like a 30 foot long neck. That doesn't make sense. Why? But like a unicorn, like a horse with a horn, cool. Like that, that's fine. But like a giraffe is crazy. Hmm. I mean, do you do you believe in dinosaurs? Do you think dinosaurs existed? Yeah, I feel like dinosaurs are like birds. Yeah, well, if dinosaurs existed, then I feel like it would make sense to think that dragons would exist. Yeah, but like dragons just make more sense than a fucking giraffe, no? Or even a kangaroo, like. Like, bro, if you told me that, like, this deer evolved to stand on two legs and he's jacked as shit and has claws versus a fucking unicorn, I'd be like, bro, the, the unicorn is what the fuck is a kangaroo? <laughs> Actually, now you got me thinking. Now I'm thinking about the dragon shit. Dragons breathe flames, though. So how? Well, well, okay. So, like, I mean, like, not like a fucking uh, medieval knight's dragon. I mean, it's like. <laughs> A, like a like a like a komodo dragon with like wings that can fly mm-hmm. like that like like a, a, a little small dragon you feel me mm-hmm. like he seems more real than a fucking giraffe or a kangaroo or a fucking koala man what you got against koalas bro they have chlamydia what yeah you you didn't know that, Nigga, that is not true with- Quank is Google spreading right misinformation. Now. Google it right now. Google it right now. Koalas have chlamydia. See, now I'm about Google to Google right now. this foolishness, and he's just going to make me Google it, and it's going to be a whole lot of bullshit. And, and everyone listening, too, koalas have chlamydia. After you touch them, wash your hands. I'm telling you. That's a fact. <sighs> it's not. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, my God. You're lying. Oh, my God. Koala, koalas do have chlamydia. What the fuck? Quincy was right. Oh, my God. No, this yeah, says around right. half of wild koalas in Queensland are already infected with chlamydia, scientists estimate. It's an estimation. Told you. Told you. And, okay, now my question is, how do you know this? And why? <laughs> um, 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 listen, I had a crazy night in Australia one time. <laughs> Yo. Okay, see, that that's where we end the interview, everybody listening. Uh, this was a super dope interview with my boy Clank, man. Uh, again, like I was saying, this didn't even feel like an interview. It just felt like I was just fucking talking to the homie, man. Well, my bad if also, for everybody listening, if I, my energy was kind of low in this interview, my, you know, I've had a fucking headache, got a fucking fractured tooth. I'm about to get it pulled Tuesday. Uh, I took some fucking medicine to kind of had me drowsy a little bit, but it didn't stop the pain. So my bad if I have like low fucking energy, but, um, uh, Quink, is there anything you want to say to the people, any upcoming projects? 
self-reflection, emo tape coming soon. Um, um, don't, um, nothing you do matters. Do whatever you want. You have free will. You're a human. Go, um, go live your life. Just because that bitch don't want to fuck you, don't, don't make you lame twin. Trust me. You're him. <laughs> that don't make you lame twin. <laughs> You're him. From the wise, wise words of Clank. Everybody, uh, also, if any of your fans are 18 and they have a um, D cup, tell them to DM me, please. Clank, what the fuck? I I have to promo myself. I I'm that's hey, not I'm promoing. Four. That's just I'm, being I'm, a. I'm six four. I'm light skinned and I have a I have a tree trunk cock. <laughs> yo 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 yo. Listen. Also, parents, if you're listening, parents or future parents, this is this is the product of what happens if you don't give your kids Ritalin or Adderall. Just saying, just saying, don't let it don't let it happen to you. Don't don't be the one. I'm gonna end this interview before you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Quink, man. This I didn't. Wow, it's crazy. When I first met Quink, everybody listening. As soon as he joined the Discord, he just screamed. That was my first time ever fucking meeting him. This man screamed into the mic. Like, <laughs> I had to make sure you could hear me. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, uh, for everybody listening, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. This is super dope. I'm going to leave all of Clank's links linked down below. I'm going to leave NLM links down below as well. Um, If you're new here and you're just not finding out about me, my name is Make Love from Obscure Image Podcast. I interview underground artists content creators, gamers, and inventors, anything in between that. Uh, hope you guys had a fucking amazing listen to this. It's gonna, probably going to be a long one. Yeah, shit boy, make love. My fault. No, you're good, bro. My interviews are always long anyway. You're good. You're fucking sure. good. But shit boy, make love. Your boy, Clank. And we out. Peace. Bye, everyone. He <laughs> he Sweet dreams. Good night. Oh my God, bye. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs>